This episode of the Kick Knowledge Podcast is powered by rapanalysis.com. It's the sequel, baby! This is the moment you've been waiting for. In the <laughs> first corner, we've got Zach. <laughs> I was waiting for the nickname. We got Zach. Dude. No, I didn't tell you. You know, okay, my, the label that I'm on, they have a nickname for me. Oh, oh. The Flexin Texan. The Flexin Texan. <laughs> I fucked with you. Guys, this is what you've all been waiting for. We're getting to the meat of this episode. Our top 16 best albums, best hip-hop albums of 2018 in a bracket where we let them fight to the death until we figure out the best album of 2018. Ready to? Ready. So this is really going to be the best album of the year? To explain how we got to this top 16, it involved a lot of arguments. Yeah. There was one time where because we have a group chat, and I looked at my phone, and there was like 200 messages. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the fuck happened? Like, I remember. I bet you didn't read <laughs> was all that. Was that the day when Steven and I were like really fighting, and everyone thought we were like really mad at Your each other? Your girlfriend asked me if we were really fighting. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I was like, no, it was just about music. <laughs> <laughs> we always did. What else? Like, <laughs> what else could we fight about? Um, yeah, we've got a top 16, and we got to that top 16 by sort of voting, uh, um, assigning points to our favorite records. The favorite record got 10 points, and then 9, and then 8, until yeah. we had to- 10 nominations each, and then um, we figured out who got the most points. Was part of the bracket. That, and, mm-hmm. and those yeah. 16 uh, favorites made the actual yeah bracket so the bracket is like i i would say pretty diverse and there's also a bunch of our personal favorites in it yes so yeah Yeah. so it's 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 both an attempt to represent the state of hip-hop in 2018 Mm -hmm. and it's a a reflection of our personal tastes Mm -hmm. and um the idea is that we're going to battle it out argue and try to convince each other that our favorites are actually should actually be considered yeah. for are objectively top the album best. Of the year. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Not just subjectively, nah, but objectively. This is fact. Y'all are hip hop scientists. So, um, Gino, uh, you, like you did last year, created the um, oh yeah the bracket. Um, let me pull. It I up. will say it's a single elimination bracket, so it's only gonna be a number one. Like the number uh, yeah. two and three don't actually count as the. It's not a, like a, a top ten no, list, a top fifteen list. The, doing this, uh, we're we're pitting one album um, against another album. Yeah. Uh, that means that potentially the second best record of the year could lose in the first round. Potentially. Yeah. Which was yeah. what happened last it year. It never happened before. No. Four forty-four no, lost. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was crazy. <laughs> Shut yeah. up, you guys. But um, yeah, we've got a, the reigning champion is uh, Rhapsody. Mm, um, yeah. Last yeah. year's uh, winner was Rhapsody. One so don't fucking say that we're sexist because we didn't put Cardi B's album. 
because yes. last year was Rhapsody, Rhapsody, Rhapsody fucking one. And uh, goddamn she didn't release album. a project this year, yeah. so uh, she can't defend her title. Yeah. But yeah. Um, we've got a bunch of, we've got sixteen um, new ones. Did I name all sixteen? No, I feel uh, it's more let's fun. Let's start with number you. one. We're gonna start with the first matchup. Yeah, yeah. and um, the first matchup is. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> it is Pusha T with Daytona versus Atmosphere Mi Vida Local. Yeah. Oof. Interesting uh, matchup. Interesting okay. matchup. So, so I will say Pusha T Daytona is on top. Has the most points. Out of all the albums, yeah. yeah. Pusha T came in first, yeah, in this bracket. That this doesn't heating, necessarily yeah. mean that we all think it is the best overall. What it means is that we all thought it definitely needed to be in this On top the list. sixteen. Yeah, of course. That's how sort of um, this works. And then against Pusha T, like um, Atmosphere. <laughs> wow! Yeah, that was it. Was pretty okay. good. Yeah, wow. that was a pretty good record. <laughs> no, I fucking love it. I love that record. But the, I will the say first one, the first track with the video where they're oh, in the car. Yeah. Oh hell yeah! Oh yeah, Jerome. Yeah. Whoa! No, Whoa. no. I mean, I fucking love Atmosphere. Yeah. Even like, because uh, they release like every two years or something mm-hmm. a new record. And even now that they're kind of old. And, I wouldn't say washed, especially because the producer Ant, he's been like reinventing himself like oh, over yeah. and over again. Yeah. And Slug, I always call him like old man Slug because <laughs> it's kind of like he's not really reinventing himself per se. He's he's making more mistakes and it's it's but it's all fine. It's all chill because yeah. it's all like very real and it's not like his energetic uh, young. Well, I, I feel like there is there is a there's a market for for this kind of it's like dad rap. It's, I read an interview. Oh, oh, that's that's like his dad name now on, yeah, on Instagram. Yeah. He's like yeah, yeah, Instagram yeah, or something. That's that atmosphere. That atmosphere. Yeah. Um, they're sort of embracing the fact that they're in their forties. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He knows. Kids and uh, he's not as hungry anymore. And I I like how rappers are finally. Figuring out ways to, um, how do you say it, to sort of get out of this idea that hip hop is a young man's game. I would agree. Mm-hmm. I would definitely say that uh, at this and current last state. Year we saw uh, 444, which was like a very mature album for Jay Z, and now yeah. we see Atmosphere with with this with this record, um, which is very much in a, a embracing the fact that they're not in their twenties anymore. Right? Yeah, it's very much about repping their their hometown. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree so, that like this current state, like rap isn't really a young man's game anymore. Even if it's like newer art, quote unquote newer artists, like yeah, I don't know, like J- like I said earlier, JPEG Mafia, like he's like almost thirty and he's mm-hmm. yeah, he Which just came out with a huge. It wasn't really his first old. album, but like he's really making a yeah. lot of ground, you know. And I feel like lo- those distinctions are or those sort of mm-hmm. rules of hip hop. Even just looking yeah. at this list, like I can't. Is there a single one that's like anyone under Earl? I mean, there's a couple Earl's that are like you know, under thirty, but but like, are we still focusing on atmosphere now? Well, and then later have. on, we go yeah. to push yeah, it because I want to. No, we're going. Yeah. Let's just talk about both of them. Okay, but I want to like say some yeah, things about the atmosphere record. Yeah, so go like, ahead. Go ahead. 
I've been an Atmosphere fan for a long time. And the problem is, like, um, the last record I liked immediately was When Life Gives You Lemons, You Paint That Shit Gold. Of course. Classic. And I'm not saying that I don't like the record because I love Atmosphere. Like, the group has made, like, such so much amazing records. But I, the best, the best way to explain this is... Southsiders from 2014. Yeah. I started loving that record in 2016. Mm. Yeah. So atmosphere records really. Yeah, because yeah, you yeah. didn't probably didn't like it when it came out. No, when it came out, yeah. I was like, this is not the atmosphere I love. And then uh-huh. in 2016, I was like, let's check out Southsiders again because I'm listening to a lot of atmosphere. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, why didn't I realize this record is so good? Then mm-hmm. Fishing Blues came out in 2016 so i was just getting into southsiders and i was listening to fishing blues and i was like well it's not as good as southsiders but it's okay yeah and now i'm like really so into we, fishing we gotta blues go, uh, we gotta look back at this record in 2020 yeah probably this is <laughs> my 2020 favorite album of the year yeah, they yeah. Didn't say hindsight is 20 uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's that's the like, only 2020 fun i've ever liked <laughs> let say, me say let me say, let me say this it's it, it is a really, really good record, and I really love Atmosphere. Yeah, but I'll uh, say, yeah, I was really my... sorry. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was just at, like during like my undergrad, so this is like five or six years ago. I was like really obsessed with Atmosphere, and I listened mm. to them all the time. And because of that, like when I listen to them now, I'm just like, uh. Like, I don't know. Like, I just, I listened to them so much when I was younger than now when I listen to them. I just, I don't know. Yeah, it's just well, like, that makes sense. Can it be that, that you need to, like, this is a really uh, maturing record, I guess so. Right? So, could yeah, it definitely. be that the reason I only start liking it two years later is because I'm younger than Slug and Ant, and maybe then it starts connecting it with be. me personally? Because there's this Dutch rapper, Engel, and he made this <laughs> whole record about being 30. Mm. And I love that record, but when like I was 28 when it came out, and then when when I got fir- when I became 30, I was like, oh yeah, now I get certain things a lot so more. You, you could say like it's not made for you as you are now. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. I need to like listen to it again when I'm older. Like, yeah. um, this is totally other thing, but like his kids are darn cute like yeah. he makes amazing instagram videos but maybe i need to have kids yeah. and like start looking back at my life and then listen to this record again and be like holy shit like i i get where slug is coming from yeah. but production wise and is like it's he was such a good sampler and what he's doing lately and it's amazing and before i stop what was the name of your last guest oh adams yeah cow oh, right yeah Kyle. okay cow I'm not sure if you're listening, but if you're listening, I do not agree with you about seeing Atmosphere live. That is boring or that is dark because Gino and I went to a show Dude, and it I was amazing. Yeah. We were crying at Flickr and like... I mean, Old Man Slow was freestyling oh, and shit. with Dan so Atlas and... Yeah. My God, they're, they're still so good. He is such an entertaining dude. Maybe it was... Maybe it was uh just, just that particular show that they saw. Okay. Yeah, that he saw. or maybe we're just fanboys and we were like, finally, we're seeing that. No, I'm, I'm pretty maybe critical. Both. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we're sort of, the, the sad thing, this is a great record, but I do yeah. think that it's not going to make on. it to the next round because one of the big 
positive surprises this year in terms of quality was Pusha T. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Daytona was a near-perfect just, just based on the first two tracks alone, if you know, yeah. you know, and the games we play, I feel like I've quoted that just, like, unironically in, like, you know, actual you, conversation. Yeah, oh, yeah, if yeah. you know, you know. <laughs> like, I say that all the time now. Yeah. Like... <laughs> He's changed the like the language of yeah yeah like exactly. it's fucking incredible like it's and so we're brilliant. We're not even talking about Santeria and um, and then like infrared. <laughs> I was talking about Santeria today. I, I I have it on vinyl. Like yeah. like I, I bought it for my collection. I was like, okay, this gets this 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 one deserves a spot in my collection. Right, I and know. I was listening to it and again. I was telling Gino like the moment Santeria came on, I was like. Yeah, this is the least interesting track. Least interesting track of the record, and then she comes in. I was like, "Oh no, this is Santeria. This is one of the most amazing tracks. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's so basic hip hop, and like, this is the only track I'm like, really. And, and, then, and, then they and it's boom, good, and but damn, oh my god! Oh, yeah. Like, you were telling me, like, no, guys, you really need to listen to this, and I was like, yeah, because it's Kanye. Go. SD and like, I don't want to. You've ever listened to my suggestion of checking out? Yeah, but when I put it on, I was like, oh, I cannot hate on this. No, it's a. No. I think back when it came out, I tweeted something like, Daytona is a perfect record. Yeah. It's just, there's no mistakes on it. No fillers. It's like, you can, no you fillers. can just. All killer no. filler. And yeah. it, I mean, it's seven tracks, but like, it, <sighs> like the moment it, it's, the, you just want to. I've had that record on repeat probably mm-hmm. for like a bunch of times in a row. Oh, just yeah. like trying to take it all in. Um, none of the other Kanye produced like weekly releases. Not really. Even no. yeah. like could, could uh, how do you say it? Uh, could even compete, compete could, with this record. Like yeah. Daytona was, it, it was the one Maybe record I really. for me, but I'm a huge okay. Kanye Cudi fan. But like everything was like, oh, well, we made a promise. Now next week we have to release the next one. And this was the one I was like, was, they probably took a lot of time to so finish so calculated. This. Yeah. And, and um, <laughs> I think Pusha T said, this is what happens when you put... Um, I'm paraphrasing, but this is what happens when you put great musicians, great lyricists, and you just give them all the time they need. Yeah, and I felt like that was yeah. the, the whole, the whole sort of the the contrast between that record and then uh, Kanye's solo record mm-hmm. was so big because it was the opposite Perfect. of that. There was it was made in a rush, you know. Yeah, yeah. And arguably, that's the reason why it didn't make our top sixteen. Yeah, of course. Because uh, I mean, Pusha T's record was near perfect. Yeah, but it also what I like about it is is like I feel like Pusha really takes the lead on it. Yeah. yeah. And the other Kanye project, I don't feel that way. I feel like Kanye, yeah, the Kanye beats were sort of yeah, they they're like on Nas's album, it's almost more like it's more a Kanye album than a yeah, Nas album. Yeah. It just happens to have Nas rapping on it. Mm-hmm. I feel like Nas was very directed by Kanye. Yeah, in a I lot mean, of ways. definitely, and Pusha T was clearly. Uh, in the director's seat. Yeah. That makes sense. It's just, there's so many great lyrics, like Zach said, like a bunch of quotables. And then, I mean, there's, um, there's this bragging and boasting. He's, he's talking about, he, a lot of rappers always, they always talk about selling drugs. Mm-hmm. Pusha T is one of the few that makes it interesting still. That's <laughs> true. Know what I mean? Like those stories of his are actually interesting. And then, the drug dealing stories I mean and like um, and then the, the the song about I think it's uh, Santeria the, the song about his his friend dying um, 
It's so heart-wrenching. Like, it's like, it really hits you in, in the, like, you know what? In, 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 in the, the chest stomach, area. In the chest and the stomach. It's like, yeah. it hits you. And then, yeah. um, uh, and then the, the, the one thing that I, that I find, that I regret about that record, um, and it has nothing to do with the record itself. It's more of the response to it. The fact that Infrared was a Drake diss. <laughs> oh yeah, and it's like not that I don't like him dissing Drake. Like, feel free to diss Drake. Like, <laughs> I think it's so funny. It became like, a separate. It's thing. because like everybody seemed to only talk about that part of the record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That blew up. Yeah. That blew up. Infrared was amazing. Don't get but me it wrong. But it was a great way to record. market the record. Like oh, from course, yeah. promotion wise, like he took a page out of the Kanye book. Like, <laughs> yeah, create a hype. Like, yeah. do something crazy, and everybody will talk about it. And uh, definitely. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, Pusha T, Daytona. It's for me. It's one of the album of the year contenders. Oh, for real, for real, for real, for real. And yeah. it's it's almost sad for Atmosphere that they're competing against. Yeah, Pusha T right now. Yeah. Because they might deserve more, but if it's up to me, at least I, I, I'd vote for it. I love Atmosphere, and it was also one of my picks. And I, I didn't put it on my list because I knew you guys were already putting it on your list. But yeah. yeah, yeah. I forgot it, to put it on my list. Yeah, I love list. Atmosphere, I but like Pusha T wins this round. Like, Yes, yeah. agreed. I mean, of course, we're going to vote. Um, and and with, like, with... Um, a lot of like huge compliments to uh, Atmosphere for oh, yeah. dropping another really great record. Yeah, I have to mm -hmm. give this one to Pusha T, just because of the perfect beats and lyricism on that record. Yeah, and please don't come at us about like, is it an EP or is it the record? Like, Atmosphere they had a dropped full it record. as a record. Yeah, yeah, it's an yeah. album. Yeah. It's an album. It's good. I mean, Illmatic had only nine songs, and nobody ever calls that an EP. No, I yeah. feel like EP isn't about length alone. No. Well, we will have this conversation again in a, in a couple of rounds because why doesn't Black Thought count? But why well, he dropped it as Binary a Star yeah. does count? But that's, that's, that's a double album. Yeah, that's double. Oh, Bro. It was a tease. <laughs> first out. Yeah, Push T versus uh, Atmos. So, um, are, we, uh, are we agreeing? I'm saying Push Pusha. Yeah, Push Yeah. Yeah, but like if... if if Slug was still like fired up and and worked on it, because he he had some awkward deliveries on on few songs. If he didn't do that, I would like push Atmos to the dead. Fucking yeah. Die. No, I mean Atmosphere is. Uh, but push out was just. It deserved to be on super on super this solid sort of end of the year list. I'm glad Atmosphere made this list because it is yeah. more than just an honorable mention. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah, definitely. Come on. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. All right. So push a T next round. Woo! Alright, first go. round. <clears throat> Only a million left to go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Go ahead, guys. I'm it's like the, the, the first round is gonna be a lot of talk about the Elvis and stuff, but like from the second yeah, round on. Good. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah. super fast. Um, what is our second matchup? Kitsy Ghost. Kitsy Ghost. Versus and Milo. 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 I'm gonna grab the album title. Okay. It's a long one. Oh yeah. Budding ornithologist. How do you say? Or Budding ornithologist. ornithologist. Budding ornithologists are weary of tired analogies. Yeah. <laughs> that's such a Milo <laughs> name. That's such an exhausting name. So ornithologist. Weird. That's a, a bird. Bird. Dude, right? <laughs> bird dude. Man. Bird dude. He's a bird dude. Bird it's a Charlie Parker <laughs> joint. Yeah. Mm. Ornithologist. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. Yeah. 
I never thought about it. Okay, so Kid C Ghost, the Kanye West Kid Cudi project, self-titled. The biggest disappointment of the year. Oh! Ooh. Are we starting already? Wait, wait, wait. Oh. Are we recording? Yeah, we're recording. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. So you guys go ahead first. Like, I'm, I don't have very interesting opinions on this. Okay. Really? Where do we start? All right. Second matchup is Kid C Ghost by Kid C Ghost. <laughs> Which is Kanye West and Kid Cudi. Versus Milo with budding ornithologists are weary of tired analogies. Yes. Oh. Budding ornithologists. Oh. I nailed that title. <laughs> First take. Yeah. Okay, so. Okay, so um, let's start with uh, uh, Kid C Ghost. Um, I love that record. Me too. I absolutely love this record. I absolutely it's, love that it's, record. Um, it's, it's Kanye West crazy. and Kid Cudi are yeah. my favorite sort of all the all, like my favorite Kanye West tra- tracks on his solo projects are all with Kid Cudi. Uh, like my favorite one is Welcome to Heartbreak, and uh, Gorgeous is one of my all-time favorite Kanye tracks. Mm. And um, I, I just love yes. Cudi is not that great of a singer, but like in ter- technically yeah, speaking, yeah, like singers. I. Yes. But oh my god, he always. But he knows how to make songs, something. man. He can make songs. Yeah. And there's will... something about his humming, and I know Zach isn't necessarily a fan of Cuddy's. Oh, I'm a yet. fan of his humming. I am an, <sighs> not. I have been like, I'm virulently against. I think that's a word. <laughs> Just. I've not enjoyed almost any of. Cuddy's stuff. I just oh, really? really have. Oh, I've really? never been a fan of man his. But you do like Kitsy Ghost. Even like Man on the Moon is like fine, like it's no good. part two. The, 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 about the, the, the Legend of Mr. Rager, yeah. part two yeah, with the cage like, track maniac. I love that record. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but just the scene just completely just gets on. My okay, mind. that's so, just absolutely. So you're not a fan of Wizard, the rock project of Kid well, Cudi. Who, who is? Okay, but I love Speeding Bullet to Heaven or whatever. I hated the record because I was awaiting it for a long time. But there are two releases before the record. Uh Pup Pup is the word. Like something something is a word. Yeah. And the track from the Fright Night soundtrack. There were two rock right, songs where he was singing and humming a lot. Sorry, Zach. And I'll Perfect is the word. And mm. and the Fright Night song. Those two were amazing. Plus um Hunger Games soundtrack. Uh the Hunter the the, uh, the yeah. and, and the Killer Baby. Like those two <laughs> are good. awesome. But yeah. yeah. I'm glad I'm glad you enjoyed them, but I didn't. <laughs> no, I just there's probably like a million reasons. Why to I was not so because like, like we have Kanye, who we've I've been sorely disappointed mm-hmm. with his. I've been very impressed with his production, on like most of his stuff, but then like when it comes to his solo stuff, I've been horribly oh, disappointed yeah. recently. Mm. And then you have Cuddy, who like I've just never been a fan of. And then they meet up, and I'm like, oh great, what's this going to be? And it's so fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> like okay. it's ridiculously good. Like. But like, okay, it's so weird. I fucking love Kid Cudi and I love Kitsy Ghost, except for every time that Kanye opens his mouth. <laughs> I hate Kanye. Should shut the fuck up. And like, when he when he talks about like uh, receiving head from like his his wife and stuff, that's fine. If you want to talk about that, make a song about it. But don't put it in put that first into something that's not about that. Don't talk about like kids and how they see adults or talk about african-american progression and stuff and then yeah. talk about personally 
I like Kanye's verses on this record, but mostly in relation to his verses on Ye. Which, Uh I mean, these are just a million times better. Which one, exactly? Yeah. One, which one? Yeah, all of them. <laughs> like, cause on on cause I, on Kanye West on on his solo record was really, really poor in terms of rapping. Oh my god! I... Instead of rapping, yeah, no, I, I agree. Like and then, on technical level. But then I do agree with you that Kids See Ghosts. All my favorite parts on that album are Cuddy's parts, and I I was never bothered by Kanye's presence on on those records. I am. But I was definitely all the memorable moments for me were uh, Cuddy's moments. It was uh, uh, the, his his stuff on Cuddy Cuddy montage and his um, oh my god reborn. I uh, love that record so much. Like okay, you guys are really like you're you're either really high or whatever. <laughs> Like first of all, I did like have some cuff syrup in the afternoon. I'm, <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad Gino is like saying that he doesn't like the Kanye parts because for me the moment Gino said he liked this record I was like really oh, you, dude? Didn't, like, you didn't trust me anymore no you hate <laughs> everything almost everything that Kanye does I production do. wise do. Uh, um, like like lyric lyrical Kanye that doesn't exist this capability of, <laughs> of expressing himself Kanye, honestly Kanye yeah existed. I hate it uh, it existed yeah but written by other people but anyway um, sure. I, I really like Free and that's oh, yeah. all I have to say about oh, yeah. this record because to me, free is like I want to fucking climb a mountain. To exactly, like free, I it's love it. So but, but I also fucks when, with the concept. No, the least, no. least favorite track. But this is my problem. Like, I, I understand why you guys are like uh, uh, putting this record on the list, but mm. I cannot, I cannot understand how Gino, who has an opinion about everything <laughs> that this record is, like he hates it. But the moment feel the love, I was like, okay. Pusha T does a great first. Hmm. The other yeah, 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 exactly, Zach. The moment and that the shit drums. happened, oh, I wanted to fucking I fucking, love no, the drums. I wanted to fucking like grab my headphone, throw it on the ground, kick the shit out of it, put everything on fire. I like, I hated that. I was like, this is some bullshit. And Gino, the guy who was artistical, like. Like lovey dovey hip hop and like like poetical right. stuff is like yeah this is amazing right. like get the f you out of here I, I, it was I, garbage come no. on guys it was garbage no it, it was, was hype it was out there no yeah. it, it was wasn't out there it was can't you just feel it was like yeah. Kanye doing this the scoopity whoopity shit all over no, again no, 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 that's times not the same. ten that's not no the same. no and I don't care what what those kids from the Kanye podcast think about me right now <laughs> but that shit shouldn't have happened that Shots. ruined the record for me like. I like Ye. I don't know what's wrong with me. I, I'm not a big fan of new Kanye stuff. I like College Dropout. I haven't listened to him like since his third record and whatever. Bullshit. I, no, Life of, that and whatever. Okay, Life of Pablo, I really like, but there's too much filler. I told Gino today, like some tracks, I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. And then, oh, he did that again. So yeah. like, Life of Pablo was yeah. like, that should have been a seven track record. Oh, Life um, of Pablo as a seven track album would have been amazing. Exactly, but yeah. I loved Ye. I don't know. Why? But I, I was feeling it a lot. I was like replaying it. I was like, okay, I don't like Kanye's lyrics, but 
damn, I'm <laughs> feeling this. And Gino hates on me because I say it's catchy. Are you mentally? Yeah. And, and he hates you. Yeah, it's catchy, but it's not good, Frank. It's catchy and not good. But I like, I love, who it was it? Yeah. Was it no, the okay. Signs of Future with the... That's uh, Young Thug, I guess. Young yeah, Thug. Yeah, it was, oh, it was fire, okay. It was fire. Like, but, but, wait, Gino. I love that record, but everything and, you hate about Ye and Kanye, you love on Kitsy Go. So no, I was disappointed. No, yeah. Uh, Kid Cudi cannot save a Kanye car Yeah, because I just skimmed through the records. I just skimmed through it. Okay, so you love you love the Kitsy Go 7-inch version of a 12-inch. No, because, okay, if Ye was only instrumental, or if Kitsy Goes was only an instrumental version, or just okay. Kid Cudi and Kanye sa- cut out, I would fucking Kitsy love it. Okay, but we need arguments, more. right? We need arguments. Yeah, like, okay. To me, I think Kanye should have, like, if, if the beats were a car, he should have gave Cuddy the keys and be like, do with it whatever you want. I yeah. think he did. No. I, no, I think he did. I did. I think Most. this project was definitely, no, Cuddy no, 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 was, no, no. was the number one creative force on this record. No. Because every record sounds like a Cuddy-assisted or Cuddy-written Kanye track. That's kind of true. They all sound yeah. like Welcome to Heartbreak. Like all those sa- songs are yeah. like Cuddy, the ones that Cuddy was involved. I will in. say, yeah, I will say the highlights of this album for me are definitely like the Louis Prima. I like, fucking love. On Fourth oh, Dimension. Yeah. What? Yeah. That's a Christmas song. Oh yeah. What the I fuck should that work? I was thinking the same thing. It's a, it's a, should we put it on a Christmas hip hop list? <laughs> Hell but, yeah. But it's not Christmas anymore. Just the way they they well, use it. That's crazy. How do you? It's so sick. Nuts Christmas though. Christmas song. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. The second that came on, I was like, oh, what 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 is happening? Yeah. What is happening? And then boom, the beat hits, and I'm yeah. like, what about the Kurt? Stupid. How good it works. All oh, right. Sample. That was kind of oh, interesting. That works so well. Yeah. And that, yeah. then and that that was another highlight. Like wow. the cutting montage. The Kurt Cobain thing was that's so oh, great. Um, uh, yeah. I I loved when when um, um, on Reborn they sort of repeat the chorus a bunch of times, uh, and at the mm-hmm. end, all of a sudden there's auto tune on um, Cuddy's voice, and for some reason, not doing that all the time, but only doing it once, sort of added a, weirdly added a sort of emotional layer. To yeah. something that was already repeated like twelve times, and then it comes on with like a hint of auto tune on there. It's like there's a lot mm. of subtleties in that record that make it feel like it's consistent. Yeah. Like yes. it, but you're no, forgetting about ca- 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 yeah, no, but, but Frank, we like that. We like that shit. Yeah, oh my God. it doesn't it need like, to be like clean. I it, it made, <laughs> no, it it didn't add. Uh, like, like no, it, it did for me. It, I felt it didn't it. put the what finishing la- layer on it. Like, I but like, know. okay, cause Kid Cudi might not be the best singer, but he knows how to work emotion, and yeah, that's how I, I, I listen him to him when he's what singing. If, <laughs> what if, Stephen? Okay, what if like, okay, so it's the first time you ever get to meet Kanye in real life. We get we get a chance to to interview him. Oh, okay. Sorry, Kanye. Frank Podcast, somehow first. somehow gets him to come to Groningen. Yeah. Yeah, because we're not flying. And you walk to up LA. to him. He's yeah, coming. Yeah. And you're so yeah. nervous. Home base got booked. <laughs> you're so nervous, and you're you're just trembling with fear, and you're so excited to meet your your idol. Yes. And you go up to him and you say, "Mr. West, I'm so excited to meet you." And he just turns around and goes, <laughs> And then he just like it could happen. Oh, I need the footage. Right, look, look. Zach looking like a muppet over there. That's amazing. 
Oh my god. And then I'm he just runs to... away, oh. and then that's that's your only interaction with your hero. Yes. Is... Exactly, that's it. That's that just... would be the greatest moment in Kicknowledge history. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I like god. that part. Uh, that part. And then we, we release an episode, and it's just an hour of him going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's better than his Twitter rants. Right. That's for sure. It is. But you guys are really all over it, right? I'm okay. just not getting it. Is Maybe. It? It, it's fine if you don't. I don't, don't want to be the guy like, like oh, it sucks. But I cannot like, say why. It, I, I cannot tell you why. I, intellectually, like if you try to rationalize. What's the best album of this year? You're not going to end up with Kiss the Ghost. Nope. But for no. me, the the album that actually that's probably the only record that made me cry this year. Really? Yeah. yeah okay, I wouldn't go that far. No, for me, for me <laughs> definitely. <laughs> 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 well, here's a tissue, Steven. Get the fuck out. No, it's nothing I never heard before. Uh, it's it's <laughs> fuck you guys. Seriously, fuck you guys. But no. Okay. Um, Reborn, like. That was so like, just hit me right. Where, like I don't know if I was like in an emotionally vulnerable state at that point or something, right. but that beat was like, that song was just like pushing all the buttons for me, pushing all the right buttons. Mm. And I was like, holy shit! Yeah, thanks, thanks. You're cool. Yeah, thank You're you. Good. But uh, that's like, and it, and it was Cuddy, and it was Cuddy just. Doing exactly what he always does, yeah. and it resonated with me. And then I played it a bunch of other times, and it just I kept liking the record. So yeah. and me, imagine how good it would be if Kanye just duct taped his fucking mouth <laughs> shut. <laughs> oh, amazing! I agree. Okay. <coughs> but okay. then again, then again, there's never been a solo Cuddy effort where I thought it was as solid as he was. He's working with Kanye, so apparently Kanye's pretty good. That's probably true. Cutty. Maybe I don't know about that. I kind of agree. But, you know, I love this record. Let's mm. put it that way. Um, okay, yes. but it's matched up again? versus Milo. <laughs> Milo. <laughs> Milo. I, and I'm really interested in what you guys think about Mike. I just like started listening to him for like two, three months. I think, in terms of like you know the whole like abstract experimental whatever you want to call mm. it, Milo is definitely like one of the premier sort of voices. Yeah. In that sort of scene, like he's fucking just as like a poet, as someone who can like write really interesting and unique lyrics, like he's just fucking great. Mm -hmm. And this whole album is like just the culmination of that. Um, I mean, he, I've always been really a huge fan of like any of his stuff. And then he did what is it, Nostrum Grocers, like his sort of like collab thing, yeah. mm -hmm. which he also released this year, which is really mm -hmm. cool. But, um, yeah, this album especially, like, and the production's so good. I want to just hear, like, an instrumental version yeah. of this. Yeah, Because so many of the beats, they're just, if you're, like, a lo-fi fan. has got to do the atmosphere fan. thing, where they always release a, a, the slug and a slug uh, version. Well, the they, they version. don't always do well, that, actually. they did it for this record. But they did for this record, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was dope. Yeah. No, yeah, because, like, uh, the production on, on this Milo record felt very much like he was actually in, a, like, a jazz club. And, yeah. And, like... Like what I like about Milo is it's very easy to for this kind of rapper to be super pretentious and I <laughs> and I feel like he, he was he was super no I don't yeah. think he was at all because no. he gives a lot of space to all his abstract ideas and all his theories and I don't understand any of them <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna front I don't listen to it in that way I just listen to like the skills and like the the way he expresses a, a rapper expresses himself and I feel like he gives a lot of 
uh, room to mm-hmm. everything he does, mm-hmm. and you can feel it breathe breathing in the in the music. Okay, I, I think the record is good, but it doesn't belong on this list. Why? Well, putting it up against uh, freaking kids, he goes no, a little bit. Weird. Okay, yeah. oh, of course I agree, but um, yeah, I like the tracks, but it never picks up for me. It's great background music. Um, um, it's very I, much I like, low five five. Yeah, I like Milo, but five. like you said, um, um, it would have worked amazing as an instrumental record. Mm. And that, I don't mean that like Milo is uh, his vocals aren't uh, uh, adding to it, yeah. but mm. nothing to me like really connected. I, I, I want to say it's pretentious, but it's not pretentious. I, I, I understand, yeah. but... Uh, well, let's look at this track list. We have a track called Thinking While Eating a Handful of yeah. Almonds. Yeah. I think that's fucking gang. <laughs> Deposition Regarding the Green Horse for Rap. Mm-hmm. Galahad in Goose Down. I don't know what the rest of that says. Um, failing the Stress Test. And then I can't read the rest of it. Pure Scientific Intelligence Quantum. Oh, Myth building exercise number nine. Okay, like it's no. The problem with this, you feel like I, okay. I will say I love I loved this album, which is why I'm really glad it landed on the list. Period. Mm-hmm. But it also feels like whenever I listen to it, I have to be like an art, in an art museum and I have to be quiet. <laughs> oh well. Oh, you know, like when I'm listening. That's to interesting. It. That's a good. Yo, point. I did not expect this to be your opinion on the record sack, and I think it's no, I very think refreshing. Very and good. I think that you are kind of like. Uh, um, Changing my initial opinion on it being on the list. So thank you for that. Because, because I was, no, because I think it's just hmm. in terms of a pure artistic, like objective talent. This is absurdly good. It's ridiculous yeah. how good it is. There is but there's, there's a time sound. and place for it. And yeah, thank you. And that's not all the time where I want to hear. Like there are times where I want to hear real sort of abstract, mm-hmm. sort of. And like Milo is perfect for that. But yeah. do you understand that it That's never a very specific mood picks up? And I think like, and like Gino is mad at me because I keep saying this like it's not album of the year, and we're not here to do that, Frank. Well, yeah. actually, we well, are. Yeah, no, no, like, that, but not everything on the list can be exactly. But album of the year. I, okay, yeah. my problem is there are a lot of records I think that have um, deserved this spot. Instead of Milo, but that's my opinion. Yeah, like sure. even with the honorable mentions, and I was not a big fan of this record, and I started liking it a lot <laughs> l- the last couple of days. But it, why is the JID record not on here? Yeah, nobody voted for it. I like that. Yeah, yeah oh, but I forgot to oh, mention that in the honorable mentions. Yeah, it but like great, yeah. to me, I'm, with the Milo record, I'm like, yeah, I'm not saying JID is better or whatever, but. It uh, it gives me like a feeling like oof, someone else could have gotten this spot, but I agree it's a perfect record. It, no, it's not perfect. But I think had JID come out earlier, we would have been a more yeah. yeah. We, we I guess willing. Sort of all of us. I never paid just, attention. I literally to listened to that until, last week uh, and Nigel. I was like, oh shit, this is really good. I never I, paid attention. Yeah. To I don't JID understand the hype of JID. Yeah, uh, everybody was screaming at me like, oh, this is amazing, and I was like, no, get the fuck out of here. Then I was like, okay. He has a live version of this track with Thundercat, yeah, 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 yeah. like, let's check it out. Yeah. yeah. And it's not the bomb diggity, it's like a totally, <laughs> it's a record with too much guest appearances and whatever to really focus on the guy himself. 
That's fair. Mm. But it's, it's cool. But anyway, like the Milo record is it's good. Um, but like Zach said, it, it, there's a place and a time for it. Yeah. I would love it, love to listen to it when I'm on an airplane, staring I, I out hate, the window. I hate people saying this because it's. Uh, it's you, too much conscious rap and shit. It's a time I love place conscious for it. rap. I love abstract yeah, hip hop. So don't come at me like this. No, but there's certain records that you can pretty much throw on almost any time. And yeah, a bunch it's of called pop's music. I, I said pops? pop's music. Pops music. <laughs> it's called so your dad's music, bro. And then there's records that are amazing. <clears throat> but you can't hear them all that often because at some point it becomes not interesting anymore. And that's not because of the records, not because of the quality of the records. It's the effort is there. there. The quality some, is there. Some records require a lot of listening effort. Too. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but I think Milo is very easy listening. And if you want to dive deeper, oh, yeah. you can I do mean, it. I mean, I like when yeah, I was totally. checking, I, had, totally. I missed the album and then I listened to it because it made our list. Yeah. Uh, to be prepared and I mean I really enjoyed it like I really enjoyed it I think it's a very solid record it is though and there's a, and I will say that now but there's a bunch of other records on this top 16 of ours as well that kind of suffer from I don't want to say suffer but kind of exhibit this sort of um, this thing is that there's there's sort of a I feel like there's a, a big difference right now going on between what is popular hip hop and what is sort mm. of mainstream hip hop and what is um, uh, uh, underground hip hop. Okay. And yeah. I feel like one of the signifiers for underground artists to show that they're underground yeah. is doing jazz. Yeah. And I feel like and, yeah. I, and, and, and in a That's way an and point. it's something that I've started noticing after Pimple Butterfly came out mm-hmm. and I feel like and it was kind of the case for Rhapsody last year. Yep. And it's kind of the case for for Milo. And it's kind of the case for Earl Sweatshirt. Although it's not really... No, not Earl no, Sweatshirt. No, no. no not Earl Sweatshirt. Soul. Sorry. It's for no name. It's the it's the case. That's yeah. true. And um, <clears throat> and, I, and, I, and it's, I've started to realize that, oh shit, we're going this route again? That jazz is sort of hailed as the the biggest the thing diggable in music. planet and yeah we're going to the diggable planet so we're going to the tribe Tri- west, west exactly with jazz rap of the early yeah. 90s where yeah. you to distance yourself from the popular <laughs> mainstream stuff Q Rick and Morty's alien jazz rap <laughs> <laughs> right? um, you know it's like, like b- back in the 90s with like G funk and all that stuff and then yeah, they yeah, responded yeah. with jazz rap and it was like intellectual yeah and it's kind of like that again. we're in a club with a and cigarette I, and, and a I fedora don't, i don't mind it i like that of I like course that sound, i don't know if it's, it's as much the case as it, it's like that again as much as that's just kind of the way it's yeah, yeah. i feel yeah. i feel yeah. that way as well. but i feel it's like, like, it's, like if you want to distance yourself yeah. again, that, uh, it's cool again yeah. like for a long for the longest time like underground rap was like boom bap yeah, and now underground mm-hmm. rap is and moving I, towards yes, that jazz, jazz rap, rap kind of sound yeah. again. But also uh, uh, another uh, a point like you made earlier on, but I'm not sure if it was on the podcast, just in the conversation. Um, yeah, maybe. Um, the whole Spotify thing, the playlist thing, like uh, Zach was talking about, not listening to entire records and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I mm. actually uh, um, for the playlist I I'm curating. Um, yeah, for Kink. King for King, King. yeah. yeah. I actually put a Milo track of this record in yeah. there because I think 
where to me it works better like oh we have a couple of bangers now yeah. we put this one in between because yeah. it's good like it's really good you should listen to the entire record but i cannot listen to it as an entire record unless i'm playing a video game reading a book you traveling be, you or whatever. have to like sit down and like oh right, yeah allocate like yeah. an hour yeah and listen to it and uh, uh, and i and i'm not saying this is a negative thing i'm just saying it as um something that i observed because i really enjoyed the record oh yes um, it's not it's not bad yeah huh. but, <clears throat> all right so so in conclusion kids see ghosts nay kids see ghosts for me was is is uh, one of the best records of the year Okay. Oh man, so we're gonna have push we're gonna have push a T and kids see no, ghosts. No, no, no. I'm going for <laughs> Milo. Not worry about that one oh. yet. Um, because I really hate kids see ghosts. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> we're best friends again, Frank. Hell yeah, you're almost Okay, so I I think I I love both records, but that's the case for most of the records on this top sixteen, I guess. Um so that's not Okay, I'm going for Kids See Ghosts because I enjoyed Milo, but I felt like Kid Cuddy was singing to me. <laughs> <laughs> Aww, that's so cute. So oh, he's crying again. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm going for Cuddy. Okay. And Kanye came with it, so I'm good with Cuddy. Uh, Kanye came I'm, with I'm, it, yeah. Kanye forced himself on there. Like, I'm riding with Cuddy. Against right? my... <laughs> Zach. Zach, who are you picking? What? Milo or Kitsy Ghost? Kitsy Ghost. Okay, Kitsy Ghost. I say Milo. Oh, I'm saying Milo as well. Oh yeah. Fuck. Stand off. Stand off. But I'm saying Milo as like, um, man, it's like. You're lesser of two evils. Yeah, lesser of two evils. So yeah, Milo's the Hillary Clinton to kids. He goes to Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't like that. No, no, no that's no, not no. good political. Guy. <laughs> like, like the one, the one American in the group is like, no, I don't like that. Yeah. That's, that's not fair. We're not doing that. Okay. He's attached yeah. to it. Okay, yeah. but let's. I mean, Kanye is sort of uh, the MAGA stuff. Okay, or... but like, I can, I can like delete my. Vote for the guys, but that sound that's also kind no, of weak. I mean, no, no, we can discuss fair. it. Both are great records. We can discuss, like, um, okay, from like a production point, like Kitsy Ghost goes more out there, yeah, it does more, more risks, yeah. Milo, I although, like, I think like the sound is unique or or done really, really well, yeah, mm-hmm. it's very. Lo-fi, chill. Yeah. It's a vibe. Yeah, it's one yeah. sit through. This is great, but it's it's not um, as much out there. But like but on any like lyrical level, Milo is way beyond. Is he kind of? But beyond, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, of course, the better yeah. rapper. Is he better than Cuddy though? And not and not yes. in terms of like yeah. yeah, but not in terms of like is he a better lyricist in terms of, like how he can yeah, string yeah, yeah, words yeah. together. I think they're like, the same. In, on an emotional level, maybe on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it's like how how you want to like form a, a song. So I think that's the same. Just Cuddy has a lot of like uh, appeal. I think Cuddy's a better songwriter, but that's my opinion. That's fine, but like I don't think Kitsy Go showed all that much of what Cuddy can do, and I didn't like that <laughs> because because he gets cut off. I don't know if I agree. How does he get cut off? Because I never felt like... 
Okay, let's flip a coin. Let's fucking flip a coin because they're not gonna. No, Kissy no. goes. No, want to do no, rock, paper, seen... rock paper scissors? Okay, yeah. No, let's I rock, think paper, I think Kissy goes like they had. What? I think our, l looking at the arguments, I think Kissy goes should get it. Like they are. But explain why you can't just like change out of because you wanna. Well, he was he voted Milo because he hates Kissy goes. Yeah, but not because you liked. <laughs> Milo. Oh no, I like the tracks, <laughs> but like in 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 smaller portions. In I the like time. both of them. For me, Kid Sea Ghost is one of the records of the year. But for me personally, and that's I mean, this both is of them will lose to Pusha T. Yeah, so. we're gonna lose anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But I do. I, I want my Okay, want to rock paper scissors for you? Okay. All right. Okay. No. Oh, best of three. Best of okay. three. Okay. So Gino has. One uh, uh, you got to say what you said. I I did rock. Okay. And yeah, Steven, rock, small brain as he is, did scissors. <laughs> and again, okay. oh my god, Steven. So really, Milo won because of that? <laughs> yeah, my, my rock beat his scissors. Beat his, uh, Jesus scissors. Christ. Okay. <laughs> Hell yeah. But it was, let's say, it was a draw and it was a... Uh, yeah, tough yeah. one. Tough okay, cooking. that makes sense. Let's go to the third. Okay, moving on. Well, strong opinions now. We have Damn Atlas with Bad Actress. <laughs> Against Quell Chris and Jean Grey with Everything's Fine. Everything's Fine. Everything's Fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you pushed uh, Everything's Fine. What's your uh, arguments? I fucking love that record so much. Why? It is my. <laughs> between that and, and No Name is my number one. It is absolutely the record that we need we need and we deserve culturally and politically and mm. okay. all of the above. Okay. It's everything that we deserve right okay. now. What about And honestly, I was straight up like I it's really interesting to me cuz this record is very obviously very comedic and it's very self-aware. Yeah. Yeah, it's very, sure. But it's sure. not on it's not going it's not to the point where it's like farce where it's like a comedy album oh, yes, I would it. say. And he, and even you know, it's got guys like Nick Offerman on it, and oh Lewis right, yeah, that's really The what is it? The music video for what's the track? Oh my god, what is it called? Which is honestly one of my favorite like music videos. It was so great. Uh, gold purple orange, okay. gold purple orange, blah. Um, had like Eric Andre and a bunch of people in. It's like yeah. obviously it's very. It has the, a comedic comedy slant scene to it, is, but it's uh, not on the verge of being like a comedy album. Yeah. And I, throughout it, I kept thinking about like Three Feet High and Rising, mm. how it kind of like, well, because they did the same, a similar thing with the intro track, how it was like a, a game yeah. show. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was really well, cool how they said that. The intro was my favorite part of the entire album, to be honest. No, I, I love like every single track on it. I think it's fucking brilliant. And okay. I will. Fight tooth and nail there because <laughs> okay. it's just for brilliant. me. This one is the pretentious card. I couldn't, I, I cannot stand this record. Really, yeah, I wanted to like it so much because I love Jean Grey and I love Quell Chris. But uh, Quell Chris is like Open Mike Eagle, both of them were like the top feature artists of 2018. Like, yeah. every track they did a guest first on is like amazing. Uh, Quell Chris has a great solo record out like from last year I guess or 2016 but nah every time I was like okay probably I'm a dumb Dutch guy because I don't understand <laughs> I'm this I'm a dumb, dummy Dutchie I, I understand like Gino told me what did you not understand 
For me, it, like, I think, for me, it's more of a comedy record. I did not, like, every time I was like, okay, is she going to rap now? Or, like, is there something going to happen right now? It was it was all too minimal or whatever, or, like, too... So, Zach, this is how, like, what I thought that the album was trying to do. It's like the, the everything's fine, the emotion, just going through the motion thing, uh, where you don't really, like, experience it for real. It's just, like... Uh, like the album cover looks everything's perfect everything's pleasant feel but you don't have any real emotions that's how yeah. the entire album sounds to me and like the concept is cool I like the concept I like the intro and what it sets up but nothing ever really happens and I was I don't think I was really all, waiting okay. for like something some more expression something like to blow up that concept and make it even stronger okay. but like but that's the point. That's yeah, kind of I the get point, the though. point. But I think it's also like the point is the message is that it's a bad thing. And you're just experiencing that bad example by nothing happening and nothing feeling. For feeling it to nothing. be a good record, the, 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 the music should. Um, I'm going to say this. Um, the message is important, but the music should be like important as well it feels like this record is focusing too much on the message and the music came in second i don't think that's remotely true i mean if you listen to like the cypher interview mm. with with gene gray and quelly chris like that was fucking great okay interview. but i don't want to listen to an interview to like the record i should like the record right no but i'm just saying like it like to say that musically, that, I just that does that doesn't make any sense to me. It's just absurd. Okay. Like I just yeah, well, I, I want to check out the I want to check out the interview right now. So that, <laughs> that's a good thing. Maybe, but maybe I will you come can back explain what what interested yeah, what was, you. Yeah. Like, for like, us, I like clearly they're great artists. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, like the flow on Gold Purple Orange is so great because you have this like sort of low fi and like. Everything's. I love how everything is sort of like there's this filter on all the beats because everything is just sort of like glazed over. Like that's brilliant. I don't give a fuck how pretentious you think that is, <laughs> but it's fucking brilliant. I think that's so great. <laughs> nah, well, and then the fair. way like their flow, yeah. both Quelle and Gene, like Gene's flow comes in in Gold Purple Orange, where it's all kind of off the beat, but it's it's wholly intentional and like everything. Oh my god, it's so. If it hits you. It hits you hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, and the message hits you, and everything's intensified by everything else. And then. And maybe then, it is a cultural and thing. Maybe when I played it, I wasn't in the right mind state for a record like this. Mm. I was just like, when's it gonna kick off for real, for real? Yeah. And I guess maybe yeah. that's the entire point of the record. Yeah. But then, like, the moment you can embrace that as, oh, this is the entire point of the record, mm. and you start. And then you start seeing these nuances probably and these brilliant little things that they do. All right. And okay. then, but then for me, like I never got to that point where I was like, oh, let's check this out again in its entirety and really listen to it. Cause my first listen wasn't very enjoyable like that. And I, I maybe that's not the fault of the record. It's like but British humor. A lot of people hate Mr. Bean. Other people love Mr. Bean. Like, 
It, it's very uh, um, <laughs> na- na- uh, okay. Uh, like it's very the 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 Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, is that the, yeah, r- the correct word? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like to me, it just didn't. I didn't. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't, it didn't hit with you, me. and and it did. Like I understand it. Like it should be all. But in a way, it's maybe kind of like the where like Gino and I are like, ooh, that's dope. And we're like, what the fuck is this? And no, like no, a, no, it's because like an experiment a, that didn't hit you, but it did. Maybe hit it's us. old guy syndrome. Like I can, I can imagine how we would have sit at this table back when Cannibal Ox got released, mm. Cold Vein, mm-hmm. or like when all that early Quasimodo Mad Lib stuff, or like the Def Chuck stuff and Anticon stuff got released. Maybe I'm just now that guy that doesn't understand it like that. Yeah, but to I me, know. like I it love, didn't I kick love off. Gene I love Gene Grey. I, I love Charlie Chris. Phenomenal artist. Yeah, but yeah. I really think so. I, just, I didn't think it was bad, and I don't think no, I didn't there's understand. There's no it. record on this whole top sixteen that I thought was bad. Yeah, I yeah. Don't know yeah. If you agree with my takes, <laughs> I'll say <laughs> but, yeah for now. But I, I don't know. For, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. You're right, Zach. Maybe we should like should listen to that because I missed the Cipher podcast. I I just I I I don't want to make this like a personal no. thing. Like I'm just oh. like this record hit me in a way that it didn't hit me. No, really. but it's the same. We're gonna get to this. Than, I remember you listening to Nipsey Hustle and thinking, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and I'm and I listened that's to fine. Nipsey Hustle and I'm like, fine. "Holy shit! This is the best record on the West Coast the entire year, right?" Mm. <laughs> And like in in years, like the best West Coast record in years. Yeah, but this well, is what I, makes the list interesting. Yeah. There will be a lot of people who will listen to this record and like either uh, either uh, agree like with Zach, us or agree yeah. with Zach because like we 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 all put in like a couple of records that we know we all agree on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or that we they are amazing. All, yeah. And but like you can tell me otherwise, but I at least put like two or three records in there. I was. For me personally, I was like, people need to hear this. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. think this is one of those records. Like, yeah, you have Zach to... feels strong about it, and so I understand. I just don't understand it, but I agree that people should listen to this, speaking, and they the... won't be like, uh, uh, no one would tell them, yeah, like, yeah, listen to, to this record. Yeah. It won't be at a record store on uh, behind the the register. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. did you hear this record yet? So like, it this is a a, a platform like a, a vessel for people to go okay, check so it let's out. Go, so let's mm. go to the competition then. Um, Dem Atlas. Okay, you, right. you, this is I found out about this kid from from Gino and Frank, and was really uh, uh, um, like really intrigued by it. Maybe you guys can like. Link. You will pop, probably hate Downer, and I was expecting more of a record like Downer, which was oh. an early EP from him. Like, yeah. Let me just point out, yeah, yeah, no, before we move on, like, because Dam Atlas is on Rhyme Sayers, yes. and yeah. then Gene Gray and Quelly Chris are on Mellow Music. Yeah. yeah, both of those labels have had a fucking oh, oh that's yes. like, thank you for saying that. Like, Mellow Music Group, like finally... I wasn't a big fan because of Apollo Brown, but they did uh. it for me this year. I'm. I will check out everything they release for the next couple yeah. of years. Like Marla, like well, we'll go later <sighs> on our list. But everything, and then Chris Oric, he wasn't on our list, but he mm. did a great oh, yeah. album too. And I was like, oh my it god, it feels like I it's a time it for those kind of labels and artists to have their moment. Yeah, like, dude, they are the new Stone oh, yeah. Throw. Like Stone Throw, like they, yeah, they dropped <laughs> the ball. Like <laughs> Mellow Music Group took took it over, and especially this year. So I totally agree with Zach on that. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, Dem Atlas. Dem we, Atlas. We, we saw him um, as a support act for Atmosphere in Amsterdam when we went there, Gino and I. Yes. And I immediately bought the Downer uh, record. He, he was mm. selling them, which is an amazing EP and it's very um, synth driven, but also very large, large, abstract, slow, yeah. and just amazing EP. And I, I fell in love with the kid immediately because of his yeah. energy and and and. He was already singing there, but when I heard mm-hmm. this record, at first I was like, what's this? I was expecting more downer type mm-hmm. stuff. But this shouldn't be my main argument, but I can put this record on while my parents are visiting or whatever. <laughs> I can For listen sure. to For it sure. in the car, be like, yes, I'm going on a holiday. Like, yeah. like Not saying that it's, it's like lame. It's good, clean rap. Dead... <laughs> Sort of music-wise, it is very clean, and they're like there are really uh, popular songs on there that would do amazing at festivals. But behind yeah, yeah. all that, behind that whole like like wall of great air for beats and whatever, I think Ant from Atmosphere produced like at least fifty percent. But I'm, no, it's, I thought I think he did the, the whole entire, record. Uh, entire yeah, record. yeah, the entire yeah. record. I, it I'm, sounds very much like. A different side of the same coin from the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the, same time the songs where yeah. he is singing work so well, and like there are two mm-hmm. singles, like Early Train and Bad Love's Company. Yeah, Bad Love's Company. Those two sh- could be mm-hmm. like yeah. hits in, in in another universe where radio would play damn Atlas. True. These could be hit songs, and that should not be my main argument. Mm-hmm. But I think damn Atlas released. After all these EPs he dropped, yeah, he released a full record that I can stand behind, and I'm like, holy shit! He made the 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 the, the whole uh, um, growing up thing that Atmosphere did. He did that within like three years. True. Yeah. We True. saw him when he, he was just a young a cat, yeah. inspired by Idea and by a lot of punk bands, and he was like that no kid. Sing. Yeah, and now he's damn Atlas. He mm-hmm. has become like an, an artist. And, yeah, and he is that guy. Have you ever heard like his first EP, uh, Charlie Brown? Mm. Uh, it that was super old school rap and mm-hmm. just very lyricist uh, based. And then Downer became more like singy and more expressive in, yeah. in vocal ability. And now Bad Actress, I barely call it a rap album. Yeah, it's mostly it's still hip hop, but it's mostly singing. Yeah, which is. That was the biggest impression that I yeah. got, mm-hmm. um, based on what you said. Yeah, um, and I think what what makes him so unique is that like I, he doesn't sound like anyone no, else. Nope, right no, now. exactly. That's with Demelis. That's very like, well put. He has, yeah. he's been able to kind of create his own sound, and some of it's kind of this like bluesy. He has a lot of guitar, yeah. and it's like, oh shit, this is, nobody's doing yeah, this. No. This is cool. Yeah. Like no, and some of it from a personal standpoint, like some of it. I enjoy more than others. Like there were some tracks that I was like, eh, I don't know if this is even if it doesn't work for me personally. I still can acknowledge the fact that it's like, oh, this mm-hmm. is cool. Yeah. That he's kind of doing his own thing, you know. Like, yeah, it's very much know, his even, own voice. Yeah. Whether or not whether we're talking about like really mainstream trap guys or really underground guys, like they're gonna sound like other people. Like we listened to, you know, when we talked to the Earl Sweatshirt album later, and when we mm-hmm. talked to. When we talked to about um, Milo or whatever, we it's immediately like, oh, this is kind of like Mad Lib. Oh, this is kind of like MF Doom. Oh, this is kind of like uh, 
Mm-hmm. You know, you immediately get it's those vibes with Dem get, Atlas. It's like uh, like a direct comparison going for this guy. Yeah. yeah. With with Dem Atlas, it's like I don't know who he's like. He's his own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, and that's really cool. Yeah. Like that's cool that he. I can name some really underground names, uh, but I feel like it's also like a part of this thing where. Um, Rapping and singing singers kind of meet, yeah. And Dem Atlas is like the perfect one to express that right now. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And yeah. he he's always because he started as a singer, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Drake. Yeah, but like he's. Oh my god. Continue. Yeah, <laughs> you messed me up. <laughs> no, but uh, like Dem Atlas can actually do it live. So. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, but the funny thing is, like, he is doing something unique, something we haven't like. Uh, what what Zach said, like, it's it's there's nothing like it. But it fits so perfect with Rhyme Sayers. Yes. That's the weird thing. Like there isn't another there isn't another label where he would perfectly fit in as well as he does with Rhyme Sayers. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. He's, it is unique, unique but, but he it, still fits in. It's it's, it's Minneapolis. It's to be min- honest. Like that was my point. It's yeah. Minneapolis. Yeah. yeah. And I've never been there, so it's no, weird to say like, hey, it's typical Minneapolis, but <laughs> there is something no, in the is, water yeah. there, man. It's right. like song singer. Uh, songwriters, singer songwriters. Yeah. In Minneapolis, that's like on on such a weird evolution every every couple of years. Yeah. And Dem Atlas is a product of that. Is Prince from found in hip hop? Yeah. 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 Is uh, Dem Atlas at the level of artists like Jean Grey? Yeah, yeah I think is. I think he is. I mean, my vote is my vote is Jean Grey. Well, of course. Yeah, yeah of course. For, you gotta ride for your ride or die. Of course, yeah. I'm gonna ride or die for uh, one of my records that I'm yeah. never gonna make <laughs> But um, no, I think this is another tough matchup. Like, why are you gonna put these two records against each other? Like, we should have put Atmosphere yeah. and Damn Atlas against each other. Right. <laughs> like, 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 like the, the 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 veterans of of Rhyme Sayers <laughs> versus the new ones, but. Yeah. Yeah. No, my vote goes to Dem Atlas like all the way because I really I'm so curious what this guy is gonna you do. You know, next. I'm gonna I'm gonna my vote is for Dem Atlas, but I'm gonna do Zach a favor and listen to the Cipher podcast and then yeah. listen to the album yeah. again. Yeah, that's a good idea. And then I'll get back to like I'll talk uh, I'll give my sort of second opinion on this record in the next episode. Dope. If that uh, if that's okay with you, Zach, because I. I like, yes, it's I so just, funny. It, like, yes. I hate. I know the feeling. Like, when you really love a record and you yeah. just want to shout it out, and nobody around you gets Ooh, it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's no, that's why I'm like shutting up because when we talk about the Nipsey Hustle, <laughs> 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 you're gonna get your ass roasted. <laughs> 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 Alright, so I'm voting Dem Atlas and I'm guessing Gino too? Yes. Alright, I so love yeah, I, I've met Dem Atlas for when we yeah, were at the yeah. concert and I wore uh, like an. Uh, a t-shirt with uh, uh, something, an, a reference to idea, also yeah. from uh, Rysayers and a group. And Damalis was wearing a No Bird Sing shirt. And like, we kind of oh, had a little moment. Oh. Yeah, it was like, we were both super shy, but like, That's hell funny. yeah. <laughs> That's funny. All right, Dem Atlas to the next one. And I interviewed them both, like Atmosphere yeah. and Dem Atlas. Oh, wow. It was through email because uh, we couldn't set up the appointment because they were late oh, with the bus. Yeah, but um, I had this like, there That's was sick. 20 years of rhyme series and we did this thing like the old guy versus the new guy get the same question. So what's the most important rhyme series oh, record? Dope. That's dope. 
Nice. But damn Atlas, like, I'm, I'm really curious what he's going to do in the future. Yeah. Keep our eyes open. Yeah. All right, damn Atlas to the next round. All right, our fourth matchup of the day is Marlo. Which is a, a collaboration record between L Orange and... Um, I forget his name. Oh, yeah, uh, Solemn Brigham. Right. And... Binary Star, a double album called Light Years Apart, yes. with One Below and MC Decompose. Yes. Ooh. Okay. Who's in which corner to start? Marlo. Binary Star. Man, I didn't Binary know any. Star. I didn't know anything about either of these records. Oh, that, uh, okay. Let's. I want to hear neither. you first. Me neither. Time, actually. The, uh, I listened to these because of the. Uh, how that's true. That's them. true. Yeah. Same. I would say Marlo had more of an impression on me, but both of these are just kick-ass. What, are, these are what, what was it about Marlo that stood out to you? Just everything about it was like so solid. Like, yeah. and now I, I have a bit of a bias because when you when and this happened a lot throughout Marlo's record was like just using like old like vocal snippets of just like old mm. TV shows yeah. and stuff like that. Like, it's very like MF Doom esque. Dude, it's the mad and, like, villain of 2018. Oh, that's but like, a whenever lot, you man. do, it's just the second I hear that, I'm like, oh fuck, this is really cool. Yeah, like, I, I'm, su- I'm a sucker for that shit. Yeah. but man, it's I loved it. Mad he did that throughout the whole album. Really? Now, let let Zach talk first, and then <laughs> okay, I will okay, explain okay. myself. It was kind of a weird statement, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm not saying it's as good as like Mad Villain or anything like that. But like, no. just you know, that's what. I, I'm always reminded of, you know, when I hear stuff like that. Um, exactly. Yeah, fuck. All the lyrics, like his delivery and flow is just like, boom. It just, it hits you. Thank you. Immediately. And you know exactly what the fuck he's talking about. Yep. And it's just, it's, 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 there's not any sort of fluff with it. It's just Thank God. hard beats, hard rhymes. Yeah. You know, just meat and potatoes hip hop. Like. Yeah, like medium potatoes hip hop. Yeah, like that. all right. Yeah, like uh, let's let's do this. Like I, I, are, are you done? Oh, yeah. Okay. So let me just continue because I know Gino's want to butcher this record and <laughs> oh, don't Steven be so as hostile. well. We're friends. No, no, We're I'm not hostile. Here. But I really like I heard Lost Arts because of Spotify giving me a Discover Weekly thing, and then I was like, oh my god! Like, okay, this is the 2018 thing again. Uh, the sample on that track was also used by nonfiction on oh. four W's. Mm. All right. Uh-huh-huh. And I always love that sample, but L Orange flipped it in such a way that I never heard. And then the MC kicks in. It's like the first track on the record, like right after the intro. Mm-hmm. And I know you guys were talking about, like, yeah, the flow isn't that interesting, but the minute he starts rapping and is that up tempo like beat, but it's kind of awkward like mm-hmm. and I was uh, I was just into it immediately and then when I started listening to the record and it's like the perfect way to 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 discover a new artist or a new record is um I always hate it when the single is like the sixth track on the record and you like back in the days videos like the single was already out two months before the record comes out and then you're like okay let's skip this track because I yeah. already heard it like yeah. A thousand times. I had it with like Corn and all those records in Wu Tang. So here it was the first song after the intro. So it's like, oh yeah, I know this, but now it's up to like. You saw the first scene of the movie. Yeah, so now you're like, Mm -hmm. okay, let's see where it goes. 
And the reason I dropped Mad Villain is probably the same reason why uh, Zack is like referencing uh, MF Doom. It's the the, the audio, uh, the, the like the, the little samples, like the little the, mm-hmm. the, the, yeah. the, the TV show right. clips. It's the sound. It's very cartoonish. It's like experimental, not really, but it just has a perfect mixture of of basic hip hop with like some refreshing weird obscure samples like it, it gives it like another taste and that's why it reminded me of mad villain mad villain was such an important record this doesn't have the mm. same uh, um um importance to it, to it yeah. the same way to it as yeah. mad villain back in 2004 but this is like oh yeah this is what a mad villain copycat record would sound like <laughs> but it's actually <laughs> good it, it yeah. really it gave me the total meal Okay. For me, it had everything. None of the tracks went on too long. L Orange is an amazing fair. Fair. producer. Yeah. L Orange oh, makes yeah. makes like a lot of great instrumental records. Uh, worked with a lot of great artists like Homeboy Sandman, Cool Keith, etc., etc., etc. But this record, I never heard of Solomon Brigham, and I was like, dude can rap. It's just yeah. like it. It was probably I'm I'm way more. Uh, uh, Evolved with this record because it was my discovery of the year. Right. This was the record, like, I was not waiting for this. I wasn't expecting it. it. I stumbled upon yeah. it and I was like, holy shit, it's like, this is blood. good. Yeah. I didn't know there was still, like, good music being made that yeah. I didn't know about. And it's for me, it's like Mellow Music Group once again, like, yeah, showing that this year was. They, year. they were the label. All right. They, they were. I don't agree with all the records right now. I should listen to the Cypher podcast and see what happens. But <laughs> Mellow Music Group, like, really, Marlowe, nice. it blew me away, man. The sample choice, the beats, the way that he flipped it. Yeah, so in terms of, uh, I think we can all agree that the beats on that record, it's a very good record. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Let's put that first. Um, especially the beats. I thought the beats were the highlights. I agree. For me personally, and you, we talked about this before, like, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears was already, uh, uh, ruined. Shed, is that yeah, uh, shed, yeah. Before we even started recording, just in yeah. the group chat, um, you would argue that this is me intellectualizing, rationalizing too much instead of just enjoying yeah. music. Yeah. But when I listen to, uh, the rapping on this record, I'm hit. I'm struck by the observation that it's one flow. It's very repetitive. It's 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 one flow yeah. rhythmically. Ooh, you're gonna say that, and you like the Nipsey Hussle record? I'm gonna fucking. We'll get there. We'll get there. Come out of you. Coming from the guy who got this. Coming from the Coming from the Showing the coming from the guy who says that. <laughs> The Drake record should be in the top sixteen. Yeah. Okay, but this but is very, very different reasons. No, get the very fuck out of here. different reasons. You cannot like. Really, We're all gaining enough on you. I really, <laughs> I really think that that in this case, like, yeah. it, it's always a joke when I say it. Like, oh, there he is again. Our our university kid. Like, oh, I'm doing a paper on. Like, get the. <laughs> oh, like I love your research, okay. but I think okay. you was, you you get carried bar? away. What, what, what was a bar where you were like, huh? 
This is very interesting rhythmically or rhyme technically. That's probably maybe that's like a little There's problem on that record. Nothing. No, because yeah. I focus more on the entire thing. I'm yeah. like because maybe yeah. it's because I'm a producer. No, like, I, I don't listen to lyrics it, that it's much. It's very anymore. apparent that the two producers like Marlo more. Okay, exactly. That's yeah. that's yeah. what I thought about this battle when I saw this bracket. I was like, okay, it's lyrics this versus was MCs versus producers. Yeah, it's yeah. MCs versus producers. Yeah, and it's because because Marlo Binary Star is a great record, but the Beats weren't that interesting to me. Sure. And I'm gonna be honest, like I did I listened to Binary Star very recently and I really don't remember much about yeah. it. Yeah. And I remember a lot about Marlowe. Okay. Yeah. Mm. That's fair. Um you're wrong, but <laughs> <laughs> no. And I'm not saying I, I didn't like no, 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 the no, Binary no. Star album. No, but I'm not saying I, I didn't like Marlowe the Marlowe record. What I'm yeah. what I'm saying is that if I analyze the rapping on that record, I think it doesn't match up in terms of quality with the production on that record yeah yeah, yeah. The rhymes it's were, off were, there were two yeah, syllable rhymes mostly there were sort of rhymes that we heard a bunch of times and I don't mm-hmm. like necessarily breaking down an album like this because if you do that with some other records um, you might also like end up not liking them on the basis of those criteria it's just that and the flow was the, the, it was very repetitive yeah. in many ways. And that's not necessarily there was bad. No there is rappers that can do that that make it amazing. My, yeah. whole, my whole research on flows suggests that East Coast, in terms of timing, East Coast rappers are more repetitive and more uh, uh, less show less variation in their rhythms than West Coast rappers. But probably east coast rap is my favorite genre yeah but i think so like if you you notice the more and i'm not saying this that i agree with you Mm -hmm. you like i'm using this word to make a point probably or like to to highlight what you're saying yeah probably some of the rhymes are kind of corny maybe rap cinema called the minister what i administer is sinister like that's a bad that's bad right yeah that's just bad that's just get the fuck out of here but yeah, I no, think there are but some. But you, you don't even hear it because it's all kind of no because up. it met ma- no because it matches the beat so well. Like t- no no yeah no 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 no. That, oh, there's yeah. no, there's no tension set or unset. Like it's all yeah. If you listen to the beats and just listen to the beats as a whole. It's cool. I think I'd rather nice. hear the record as an instrumental no. record. No, no, yeah. no. Me, it's fine. I listen no. to it as an instrumental record anyway. No, man. So bring no, no. I think I just wanna. I just wanna interrupt this with an important announcement. Um, Kanye is trying to contact Hideo Kojima, who's the developer of the <laughs> Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, his new. Uh, yes. Okay. And I don't know why, but it's really fucking funny. I don't know. He's just like, can does anyone have? Apparently, he's in New York. Can anyone contact him? Because I want to meet him. Dude, if he, if Hideo Kojima hilarious. wanted to work with you, he would have contacted you already. Kai. Yeah, yeah. He wants to be in the new video game. That oh, he wants to be in the Norman Reedus. Uh, yeah. Game. Yes. Okay. He wants to be a little the baby. <laughs> baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah, okay, so let's talk Binary Star. Yeah, Binary Star. Bruce Libra slaps <laughs> so fucking bad. Alright, so that's track. <laughs> oh, one, fuck! Right? Oh my god, you're totally right. Yes, I remember Bruce that track. Oh, thank you for saying that. Just yes. fucking slaps. That's, that's a great track. And then that's a great the track. second track. 
is oh, not yeah. only spelled backwards, <laughs> but it has a backwards sample flip. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, I'm sold. Lord, that's that's my shit. <laughs> that's my whole shit. Like, oh, yeah. Backwards samples. Okay, you know what the shitty thing is about this fucking record? Like, <laughs> oh everybody gosh. is saying the same thing as you guys. Like, listening to Marlo, it's difficult not to wonder what Earl Sweatshirt's technique, Milo's personality, or Chester Watson's energy would sound like over this beat. Chester Watson. Uh, uh, over these beats. So, like, a lot of people yeah. agree with you, but, man, I'm so mad. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. It was such an amazing record. But For me, on. um... The, the Binary Star reminded me a lot of Saigon. Remember that guy? Yeah. The, the, the vocal qualities of it? Mm -hmm. Fuck, I love that flow. But <laughs> I, I love that sound. And then if I look at like what they did conceptually, um, and I mean, don't get me wrong, like actually Gino should be explaining this because he brought it up, but I, mm. I fell in love with that record when I listened to it in preparation for this debate. Yeah. Um, it's just like, the double album, Lighty versus Ears Apart, Ears Apart, which is together, Light Years Apart, I thought it was really clever, but like the whole concept of it, what I got from it so far, it's just very clever. It's forgettable. Is it though? Because <laughs> I remember a lot of it. No, I don't. Yeah. yeah. I don't. Okay, I think so beat-wise it sounds... Like, I remember liking it, but that's all I yeah, remember. Yeah, like, you know, explain, explain why it's good. Okay, so like my experience with Binary Star is like... Uh, they had uh, the first project in the 90s and they've constantly yeah. uh, remastered that same project for like four times. Mm -hmm. Like Waterworld turned into Massive Universe, into Massive Universe again, I think. Yeah. And then Waterworld 3, which was also the same thing. <laughs> and then they remastered it with like different lyrics and they remastered every beat. And that was last year. And I was like, oh, can we please get a new fucking record? Mm -hmm. And then this came. And it's like the same vibe as, as their old school classic, but it's entirely reworked into more musical parts. And like, it's not just um, them making beats because um, they kind of divided the MC part and the producing part more mm -hmm. for this record. Mm -hmm. And they also got a bunch of like vocalists and like uh, musicians to work with them. And it still sounds like everything's fucking sampled and everything's so pure hip-hop but it's way more musical than you probably really realize good, by the way. yeah and i thought it was mastered really well maybe it got hyped up too much for me but like yeah and i'm really i'm gonna going to like diss myself again a couple of matches <laughs> like in the future because there's another record that sounds very much hip-hoppy that i fucking liked and it's probably the best record of the fucking year to me so yeah because okay because you throw you threw this argu argument to me it was like it was too hip-hop yeah too much like yeah look at me i'm trying to be real hip-hop and i'm far as full i don't because you're implying that they're faking and i don't think oh no no i'm not saying that they're faking it like okay. that's then it's personal against the guys but like no it was just not because they're just like rooted in hip-hop yeah. fundamentals it's funny to me that we've had this is not this is the second 2v2 we've had so far true and it's not the same teams all the time which is interesting yeah, yeah, yeah. i think this one is can, can be like clearly explained like we said before in terms of a focus on the production oh yeah and then sure. a focus on the rapping yeah and then if i look at it overall i thought the production was very solid on both records 
Yeah. Maybe. Okay, for my personal taste, it like the Binary Star record appealed to me a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But objectively speaking, I'd say both are equally good in production. I could argue the Marlowe production was samples are more, more sophisticated or something. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But mm. but then if I compare, like I could maybe give the edge to Marlowe. But then if I compare the rapping on Binary Star versus the rapping on Marlowe, yeah. I feel like that's leagues apart. In leagues, terms of, yeah, I agree. And it's like... But coming from the enough. guy who likes Drake and Kanye, <laughs> it's kind of weird to hear that. Yeah, but I don't like those guys for their lyricism. Yeah. They bring something to the The guy table. who likes Nipsey Hussle. Nipsey Hussle is a great lyricist in terms of rhyming technicality, uh, in ter- of rhyming ability in terms of um, uh, uh, timing, micro timing, it's insane. Like, trust me, I <laughs> like I broke it down. Like, it blew my mind. But I'll, we'll get to that later. Yeah. And then in terms of like storytelling, stop there's breaking some story it down. Telling. Just enjoy your record, Steve. Yeah, but yeah, you but can <laughs> enjoy your record and then explain you and think about why you enjoy <laughs> it. Okay. I'm not saying oh, this is better because it's more has more variety because Nas doesn't have a lot of rhythmic variety, and I love Nas. Okay. Mm. Right, so that's not, but like, um, yes, I don't like Kanye for the rapidity rap stuff. I yeah. like him for for like the creativity and the and the, the 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 sample choices, or I don't know, or the I don't know, maybe the fucking chords mm-hmm. just resonate with me, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it just matches. Oh, I take this shit way too personal, man. I should. <laughs> I'm not here for next year because I'll I say, take this I'll, way too I'll, personal. I say Byron Star has better rapping. And it has equally good production. And if it no. I'm willing to change it just so we can move. <laughs> At this point, so you're I'm in, like, oh in my my not position gonna move I was on in with Kids no. and Ghosts and Milo. I can... Fine, buy your star. Yes. Right, let's go. <laughs> let's go buy your star. Let's go. Let's go, Zach's uh, lack of patience. So for Kitsy Ghost versus Milo, we do a rock, paper, scissors, and for this, it's just like, okay, well, I will... Blame Zach. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to do a rock, paper, scissors. I want to right. <laughs> But I like, agree, Marlo just, deserves to listen. It deserves to be They're both the fantastic albums. It's not like I'm trying yeah. to, like, yeah. be like, what the fuck ever? I don't care. I'm like, right. they're great. Right. Let's go. They're both Either great. Or, go with great. And <laughs> if you were listening to this, you should go listen to them. And they and gotta go them. against them after oh, yeah. this next round, I think. All yes. Right. Matchup five. <laughs> no name. Room 25 mm-hmm. versus. Lando Chill, Black Ego. All right. Man, okay, so I was totally gonna just 100% be like, if No Name doesn't win this, then I'm just gonna boycott. I'm gonna <laughs> burn down, I don't know, your own my flat or something. I'm gonna burn down my own house. Because <laughs> I was like, Lando, chill, I'm sure he's fine. But then I actually listened to the record and I was like, oh fuck, this is really good. Mm-hmm. Like, this is really, yeah. really, really, really good. And I, I am just absolutely like. I think we mentioned it on when we talked to Kyle Adams because he name dropped No Name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as like one of his favorites, and I was like, "Thank you," because that's such a good record. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like also, like, uh, <laughs> I was immediately thinking because I was re-listening to it the other day, and I was like, "This is definitely like a crowd favorite for hip hop academics." No Name's record. Yeah. Like, there's gonna be mm. a bunch of because she talks about post-colonialism and all this stuff, all and I was just like, "Oh my god." Oh mm. my god, like, like the next, like, the Bristol conference that's coming out, the next hip hop conference that we're gonna be at, there's gonna be, like, 
at least on one. <laughs> <laughs> on no, at least a couple, yeah. Because it's just like it's gonna be she's no just fucking session. nailing that. <laughs> and she does. She literally. And this is like my one of my favorite lyrics of 2018 is like my pussy yeah. just wrote a thesis on colonialism. Yeah. That's fucking gr- amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. It's, it's a very like, like quirky way of bringing that that stuff up. Yes, and like, but um, it's from the opening track. Right? All just the production on it is just gorgeous. There's like orchestral stuff and there's strings and it's just very. But also sloppy beats again, like really. Oh yeah, and it's very neo yeah, soul yeah, type stuff. Yeah, I agree. True. true. And but the, the 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 line you just said it's from the opening track right? Yeah, 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 it, yeah. it just um, how do we call it? It sets the um, it sets the tone. tone. Yeah, it sets the tone. Yeah. Like the entire record from this there on. It's, yeah, this is what you're gonna get. And she is just like I, I know I just said I don't listen to lyrics a lot, but it's unless something triggers me. Yeah. And I think she made a great record like lyric wise and beat wise it's just a great collaboration between great marriage between lyrics and beats and she's one of those female MCs that just one of those MCs we should just say probably but that that just she knows what she's doing yeah and she delivered way more than Jean Grey for me like this was Hmm. it was yeah, I, I'm. I agree with that. I'm yeah, sure I, this is going to end to, up on a lot of lists because not it's, to pit mm. like the the femcs against each other. No, no, uh, no, no, no. But <laughs> it's a good record from beginning yeah. to the end. Yeah, because uh, when I when mm. I think about like No Name style, it's it's very like cutesy, but also so precise mm-hmm. and and yeah. the way she delivers, and I I think that's so cool. Not like. It's not necessarily a feminine way. It's a very yeah. innocent way. Uh, her, the way she There's delivers. There's some femininity in it, but not in the sort of femcy, traditional uh, femcy. There is a lot of, like I said, like this is very appealing to ac- academics. Mm. So like a lot of like important <laughs> things that she says about like black feminism. That's really interesting, yeah. mm. and like really important for this sort of day and age. Like mm-hmm. I think, like she's definitely made a mark. No matter where she li- ends up on this list, but, like it's yeah, you know, even with. Deadline, uh, deadline. Mm-hmm. Um, she uses. Um, <clears throat> yeah, can I say it is? Uh, she uses. I don't um, know what you're gonna say. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, okay. Like back in the days when uh, uh, a female MC grabbed the mic, <laughs> it was all about like sex. Like, look at me, I'm yeah, sex yeah, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a woman and blah, blah blah. But she really uses it in a smart way. Right. Like when yeah. she's talking about like almost ironic. This to be this pussy is like. I wasn't like, oh, there she goes again, another woman talking about her vagina, you know, like, it was... That's interesting, too, because it's like, I think the reason why a lot of female MCs started doing that is because guys would do that all the time. And they were like, well, if guys can do that, if the guys can talk about their dick, (laughs) how huge their dick is, it's like, well, let me talk about my pussy. And then, like, (laughs) you know, when you listen to, like, (laughs) (laughs) but when you, like, and you listen to, you know, salt and pepper and all that stuff. (laughs) And they're totally like very sex positive, yeah. which is great. But then a lot of that stuff maybe hasn't particularly aged well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, it's very like. here. Like when you listen to Let's Talk About Sex, it's like, yo, what's up, skibbity beep bop? It's just very like. <laughs> that might just be a 90s thing. Not yeah, like probably. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But this is a very, I would agree, like this is much more nuanced. And we could sort of, if you want to, like talk about that in relation to other sort of like. 
the female artists, if you you know, mm-hmm. sort of expressing mm-hmm. that. But I think No Name is, in my opinion, the most sort of nuanced artist when it comes to those sort of yeah, representations. I, yeah. I guess. And like Lando sure. Chill is one of the records that I was fighting for a lot, but No Name also is one of those records. Yeah. So for mm-hmm. me, this is like a very tough battle because I really. I just like the what record. I, like, I don't have like any smart arguments on this or whatever. It's just what I thought was solid. Interesting about Orlando Chill is by far the weirdest record on this list, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, when the first yeah. track came the on, when Ego Vanish came on. Yeah, it's like, also quirky what? in a different way. Yeah, yeah. it's really <laughs> oh, yeah. weird in a good well, way. Like I said, um, the first track I heard of him was like from his record before that, from 2017. Yeah. Um, But when I heard this record, I first heard Pesos mm-hmm. with Quelle Chris. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I loved it because there was this, I probably Zach will understand what I'm saying. Like, you have this beat, which is very much like, okay, this is a pretty normal beat for more abstract, edgy hip hop. Mm. But then like that psych rock chops come in there, mm-hmm. like halfway to first. And it just flips the beat. It it, it it turns the whole thing around. And it was like, oh, you really thought about this. Like yeah, production, yeah. lyrics, and where No Name just like, it's just basic. Like we got beats, we got rhymes. It's, it's smart, it's good, but it's just beats and rhymes. With Lando Chill, I have more of a, a, the vibe that there, went, like, there was a lot of attention to the entire product, like um, beat flips, uh. things that happen. Like Pesos at the end has like this... Pesos has, has this like club thing at the end, yeah. which normally I don't like, but here it's it it's more it song than yeah, it, it's more of a concept record in that yeah yeah it, it, it ooh man production wise I fell in love with it immediately like mm-hmm. there's so much oh, yeah. little pieces of, of 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 samples or like keys or he works with a lot of live musicians as well in the studio mm-hmm. but it's a funny thing like I'm following this guy now on Instagram and you see a lot of uh, he's I don't want to make the connection to Dam Atlas, but he's also mm. has a band mm-hmm. and he's also singing and doing a lot of weird stuff. But everything is like in a home studio. Mm. Like Mellow Music Group is yeah. like making an art out of <laughs> home studio. And yeah, Lando Chill, he's also on it's Mellow, right? Yeah, he's also on Mellow Music Group. God damn, killing <laughs> yeah. it. He's just killing it. And like No Name probably wasn't in like this big ass studio where Snoop Dogg will would record or whatever but yeah it's probably also home studio but with Lando chill i was really impressed by what they can do with yeah it. what who is this dude who is like engineering this record yeah. and, and mixing it and who is coming up with all these crazy sample flips in the middle of it to yeah. to make it so much bigger than it is it reminded me of lp's early production okay like where oh. he can just mm. add a synth to it and you're like holy fuck yeah, yeah. the entire uh. vibe is destroyed and it builds up to a way bigger thing mm-hmm. and mm. black ego of course like i heard the record from 2017 and i was like "Ooh, this is kind of different when i started the record mm-hmm. but like halfway the first track and then the second track comes in i'm like okay i'm hooked i'm i'm in yeah i'm in yeah, I'm yeah. yeah and um what's the track called cool a oh my god that that oh, yeah. song was just like it's that that could be on, um, on your playlist right no, no, Pesos oh, was in my uh, playlist, but I'm going to put Kool-Aid with Psychic one. Twin. Like, I'm going to put it on the next one because nice. it's amazing song, like, synthesizer, samples, like... All right. 
But yeah, um, once again, I'm listening more to the production. Well, no-name <coughs> beats were, are like the beats I want to make. Ah, there oh, are really? some great yeah. beats on there. Yeah. Is she doing her own production, by the way? Uh, I was looking up who did all the production. I was kind of wondering. Yeah. Um, because it's, it's all... It's very it's fitting. It, like, uh, it very much makes no-name's rap carry the thing. Yeah. It, it adds to yeah. her vocals. Mm. Yeah. I thought No Name's record was very pretty. Like yeah, that, that's the yeah. right word. Yeah, it's a, it's a I know her record. and her and fun fact, her and Chance the rapper were like, I don't know if they went to high school together. Mm. Or, I don't remember exactly. They both grew know. up in Chicago, <laughs> and they were like, damn, I don't remember. They were like in the same like poetry group or something. Oh, wow. uh, I can see yeah. her being very active in that scene. Yeah, <laughs> Chance too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought this is for me. It was just a nearly perfectly executed record in that um, what I was talking about earlier in that um, that sort of intellectual sound. Yeah. yeah. Right now, mm-hmm. with that jazzy nature to it. Mm-hmm. So the yeah. one thing that I it's not a, a flaw of the record. It's more like what I'm interested in hearing. I want to know what she sounds like if she like goes in on a beat. If that makes uh, sense. To oh, yeah. flexes rap like, skills. Yeah, because like her style is like what makes it so cool mm-hmm. is that she's sort of like you call it almost cutesy. Like yeah. this sort of there's a vulnerability in her style, but also sort of confidence in it as well. Yeah, but it's it's very small. I'm I'm curious to as to like what she would sound like mm. if she would just like command like dominate a beat enlarges it more. And yeah, I would argue. But I feel like it's uh, th- yes. This record didn't need that. It's just like me yeah. saying I'm wondering what she sounds uh, like. Have you heard Sampa the Great? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. she also released. Uh, she's releasing some great stuff right now. I think she's from the UK, but yeah, um. Yeah. What you're saying, I'm very curious what would happen if, like, No Name would have some more, like... Oh, this sounds so shitty because I love the beats on No Name, but more well-thought-out beats. Like, if there's more time into the beats, will it still work the way she rhymes over it? It's like, if you put her on a Ninth Wonder beat, would it work? That's what I'm saying. She was on a Ninth Wonder beat? Oh, really? No, I'm just oh, saying, if she was on a Ninth Wonder yeah, beat, yeah. I'd fucking lose my mind. I'd lose yeah, my mind. Yeah, yeah, but Sampa the Great yeah. would make sense. So in that case, I think Sampa the Great is like more of an... Because that, that's the thing, if I'm... and then, Now we're still comparing yeah. uh, female rappers again. And also, because I'm going to compare her to Rhapsody. Will, but like Rhapsody, we think, know she can, she can yeah. beat. Yeah. You know what I mean? She can, I would say... Yeah. You have interesting points. I will counter that. And I'm not going to... I'm not saying you're wrong, but I will say that's a very... How do I put it? Like a very stereotypically, like... I don't know, braggadocio sort of masculine... I'm not Mm. dissing you personally. I'm just saying like that mentality. That mentality of like, they just got to fucking kill a man. (laughs) 
They just gotta kill it. Yeah. Like, that's a very like. That's, it, that comes for me like that. Wanting to hear that of. is just me having grown up uh, loving rappers that killed beats. And I'm not saying I'm not. You know that's I mean? the thing. I'm saying yeah. I'm not even disagreeing with you yeah. because I get in that mindset too of like yeah, yeah I just want them to fucking just. It's so stupid because like she makes a near perfect album, mm-hmm. and then we're just like, but what if she actually <laughs> rapped on it like on a beat? I, I will say she's, <laughs> she's kind like, of you know, she's yeah, doing like she's something doing. very similar to what D'Angelo was doing with like yeah. Voodoo, where it's like it was very kind of like like introspective, and it was very like. Showed a lot of like his sort of vulnerabilities, but it was from like a more like like a masculine perspective. But it was him. Is sort that of, like, is that the masculinity in like, hip hop then? No, because yeah, because uh, it was sort uh, of a subversion of that. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. And she's sort of aggressive, embracing her own vulnerable vulnerable vulnerabilities. Blah, yeah. words. Because uh, in a in a very like f- like feminine way, yeah. in a very like feminist way, I would say. Okay, but how would like, you compare this record to Milo's record? That's a very good question. Because I think, I think she did a way better job with the say I would say the execution is, is yes. better. No, I, th- I, think, I think they're if similar, these two were but I like think they're up against very each different. other. No name, but like... Milo, I love Milo for the very reason of like, with all those sort of abstract hip-hop artists, just hearing weird words and sentences. <laughs> Hell yeah. And all the, like, so colorful. Like, Bus Driver, we didn't really mention oh. Bus Driver, <laughs> but he came out with a new album really? this True. year. Yeah. And it's very, it's. I would say it's very out there in comparison. Like it's a lot of just jazz stuff, and him just, you know, as he usually does anyway. But like it's a lot of that, and like as just someone who likes that weird shit, it's like, ooh, this is cool. But in terms of like, I mean, I didn't know what the fuck he was saying ninety percent of the time. Yeah, yeah. I don't like with. But like with Milo, it. I don't think it's that far, but it's very much in that same sort of. Okay. mindset okay. and I would say like in terms of like still being that sort of having that nuanced sort of approach to like flow and rapping and lyrics and stuff I feel like No Name just does that so well yeah because yeah. this and, style that and there's a <laughs> not that Milo doesn't have a point but there's more of a clear point with whatever whenever No Name's talking about yeah stuff, you know when oh yeah, because No Name builds up to a certain idea and Milo just flashes multiple ideas in one yes. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but okay, but No Name's style is very much... Because hip-hop... Ag- okay, aggressiveness... Aggression is a very huge emotion in hip-hop. Yeah, competitiveness. So yeah. Yeah. So it's... Did, I've always had this idea of a style that's very small. The way No Name does perfectly, like um, like Kimia Dawson does on the Uncluded, and she's mm. not a rapper, but she's has yeah. also a very singer-songwritery yeah. yeah. approach. Yeah, and sure. yeah, No Name does that so interestingly and well that doesn't bore, and it lacks. It doesn't lack. There's no aggression in it. Yeah, which is like hard to do with hip hop yeah, it's hard, hard to do with rap and still have emotions you yeah. know okay but like if we like it's it's a weird choice to pit these two against each other that's yeah. why I asked yeah. Zach like if it was Milo versus No Name and it was like uh, let's say um, but that's my next question what if it was Marlo against Lando Chill 
is mm. the rhyming more interesting <coughs> to you because I'm yeah, focusing more on beats and like the way he's using the beats like where mm-hmm. he just to say it in a harsh way where he shuts up and where he mm-hmm. rides the beat and where he like takes it or yeah um, in that case did Lando chill uh, do something yeah, there, there's a lot of explosiveness uh, on Leonard Chill's uh, approach. I think he's not standard at all. No, 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 no. no. He's much more experimental, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Then. Yeah, of course. I understand. That makes yeah. sense? Yeah. Yes. Should we vote? Yes. It's a hard one, man, because I. I, I I really want to I love both yeah, of these records. I really <laughs> want to give it to No Name because that's such an yeah. amazing record. And I think I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Lando's overall record. I go back to overall record to in this mm-hmm. case. It's supposed it deserves to be out there for people to No discover. Name probably yeah. has more of a message and it's more important to this era era this sure. this, this day era but like for me, Lando Chill is. I just want to give Mellow Music Group like a shout out once <laughs> yeah, again because fair. it surprised just me. Give them all of my money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. just killing it. Okay, I'm gonna vote No Name because I thought it was yeah. really interesting the way yeah. she approached it. I'm also voting. Okay. Yeah. If it was No Name against someone else, I would have gave it to No Name, but I, I have to go with Lando Chill because. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. fair. You gotta write write with your uh, discoveries. Write it down. So. I think No Name's the winner here, right? Yeah. Sweet. All right. Sweet. Okay, so round six. We have Ooh. Nipsey Hustle Victory Ooh. Lap versus Bun B Return of the First. South Texas represent. You know. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so these are like two picks that are really between the both of you because is, uh, o- Steven was the only person who who, who voted for Nipsey Hustle and, and Zach, Zach was the only, the only Bun person B. for yeah. Bun B. So I voted Nipsey Hustle in as my number one pick. That was my number one pick for uh, for this list. I don't know uh, what the fuck you're smoking. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> like to put it on the list. Right? I wanted to make sure that Nipsey Hustle was on this list. Okay. Okay. Who wants to start? Uh, you want I to I, I'm going to be honest. I absolutely don't understand Nipsey Hustle at all. Okay. All the production is very... This means very, you're not gangster enough. All the production is very generic. I did oh, enjoy oh, no. Kendrick Lamar. No, no, no. Yes. No. There wasn't a single track that I was impressed with. Not a single track. No. Have you ever heard the Kendrick West Coast record? What's your favorite? Kendrick. There's a Kendrick the Kendrick feature, Dedication. Dedication was really good. I like that. That was He was better than Kendrick. This is this is very interesting. That was my favorite song. (laughs) That's wrong, but okay. No. Not like Okay, so I think this is between like the both of you because Gino and I talked about this as well. Um, yeah, this is really Zach and me. Or, or yeah, we're yeah. gonna convince each other. Clearly. No, so I'm just gonna throw in like a you couple things that I thought. Like, like, I'm just gonna like throw in some shit, and then I want to like really hear what you Go. have to say about these records. Go. For me, Nipsey Hustle. Um, 
I love the fact that it started with Stacey Barth because I think Stacey Barth has a beautiful voice and I liked her oh, solo yeah. record. She wrote for Rihanna, and, and I guess, and like John Legend. Mm-hmm. Then she made a solo record. So when I heard her, I was like, oh shit, that's Stacey Barth. And I looked at the Spotify, I was like, oh shit, it is her. Um, beat wise, I do not agree with Zach because it, it's been a while since I heard um, good West Coast hip hop. He is not a good MC. I understand that he does interesting thing with rhymes and shit, but when I hear two tracks within five songs, I guess, and it's N-word rhyming with 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 N-word, then I'm like, dude, really? And I know the words before the N-word he rhymes. No, Steve, Steve, let me. song is called Rap N-Words. And now I have to agree with something Zach said on Messenger, like when we had this conversation in the group. Okay. Ice Cube's new record sucks. It's oh yeah, I was gonna terrible. make like today's it's been brought a hot to you. Mess. Today's <laughs> episode has been brought to you by Ice Cube's shittiest record. Oh my god, <laughs> one of the shittiest records of the year. Yeah, I was Bro. like, I have to put one of these tracks on my playlist. Mm. I did not. I cannot find Can one track one? that 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 worked for me. I would have loved. So this says this says something about uh, the beats to me, Zach. I would have loved to have Ice Cube on Nipsey's beats. I think it would have been a much more interesting 2018 typical sports interesting. Um, it sounded to me, beat-wise, like it would have been a logical next step after the game's second record. What was the first one? Um, documentary. Documentary. The second one was Devil's Ad- uh, Doctor's Advocate. Doctor's Advocate. Yeah. I think Nipsey Hussle's beat would have worked on like uh, um, the third game record or the new Ice Cube record. And that's all I have to say for it. I kind of like the beats when I'm in a more West Coasty type of mood. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think where Kendrick took it was like it's a new, where whole TDE like is taking it right now. It's a whole next level of West Coast hip hop. I liked it for what it is. Bun B, that's a difficult one for me because I really, I I never really listened to UGK until like five six years ago, and UGK is so effing good and i was sort of disappointed by the bun b record as in um production wise it felt like it wasn't the best producer i will i will say every 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 criticism i have of sort of the nipsey hustle record being sort of generic west coast you could say Mm -hmm. Apply the same to. exact thing. <laughs> Bun B being so generic, South Texas. <laughs> okay, so that's like, funny. I okay. want to be like, well, but you're well, uh, well, well. Like the Run the Juice <laughs> track is like one of the. It's a smart thing to do for Bun B. Like, let's do a feature with Run the Jewels. Yeah, that's a fucking sick. And that was kind of the only really track we got from RTJ. Yeah, but uh, and the Venom soundtrack. They've that's had great. some uh, featuring. Yeah, but like. Um, you know, and I talked about it today. It sounded like a, and I hope LP did not produce this beat. I don't think it, it is. sounded like a weak Run the Jewels. Like, dude, it I wants like cover. That beat. I legit like. That I don't like the beat, but it wants to be Run. The it Jules. wants to be Run the Jewels, but it, it was like, that dude, was you're trying to be LP. <laughs> I like it. So my so favorite much. songs of well, both records. It sounds records. like an LP beat. I just sort of assumed that it was. I don't know. No, it's, it's not. Like, I need to look it up. Be LP, or I have no idea. Yeah, that was my my savings account which is five bucks <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't an lpv 
But it's all. <laughs> it's all of it. <laughs> Putting it out there. But uh, I'm yes. All in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all in, baby. Yo, kid anarchist. Yes, Tell so me, what's your favorite songs? <laughs> My favorite songs on both these records are the RTJ song featuring and the Kendrick song featuring. And that's really weird because I, I didn't mind any of it. Except, okay, so the first five songs of, um, four or five songs of uh, Nipsey Hussle, mm -hmm. they were kind of boring. And then from Thank you. The, the Kendrick Lamar point on, it went in more different directions. And that was really interesting. But like, hmm? Oh, uh, just a stupid thing I just discovered. Big Crit produced like a large portion of the uh, Bun B okay. record. Oh, yeah. That kind of makes sense. Okay, to me, it he's doesn't. a fucking. I love him. Like, okay. He's great. Okay, that that's. Uh, I just thought it was a weird thing. They created a really good album last year. Oh yeah. Yeah, he was he's, on the. Top I don't think he's released a bad record. He's fucking great. Yeah. Like he is, taken like, anything. It, he doesn't necessarily do trap, but it's obviously that trap influence. But it's yeah. like good, southern hip hop. Like really good, like the way it should sound. I guess I don't know how else to put it. Like uh, Wikipedia, but like everyone can just say like I can put in here that Zach produced myself featuring Roddy Jules, yeah. and I can. But it says that LP, LP produced it, but it's, usually that's accurate because it's taken from the iTunes. Okay, space. but it, for that's me, it really thing. sounded like a generic mm. Roddy Jules cover. It might be that. a B side. Yeah, okay. like an unreleased. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like GD three beat they were like oh we're not doing anything with this and bun b wants to do something so <laughs> but but, but uh, i just agree? really fucking loved i just had so much fun with that record i don't know i was not oh, i mean my record. expectations i was like bun b okay he hasn't what has he done and then i'm like <laughs> fuck this is fun this is really fucking fun mm -hmm. like this is good like wholesome southern hip-hop that i just yeah it was way more wholesome than i was expecting yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah it was cool i liked uh there was this was one song with more uh, a gospel hook i don't remember what it was called oh, right yeah yeah it was that was cool i liked the the switch up in that in that i appreciate order. all the other the the other texas artists like leon bridges gary clark jr that's mm -hmm. very cool um, Leon Bridges is from Dallas, actually. And then the sort of posthumous Pimp C feature was really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, I just, I don't really have any really specific <laughs> points other than I don't know. I just really liked right. it a lot. But is it because so, of Texas, your connection to Texas? I mean, I'm obviously going to be biased. Like, yeah. Like, that's fair. That's fair. No, but that's interesting to me because, like, we don't have, like, really good northern hip hop we're not artists. connected in we are not connected to our city or, or like like we, that so that's why i'm interested <laughs> in it like well, if you also like if you really enjoy that if you're listening if you if you did listen check out the bun b record if, if you watch uh hip-hop evolution yeah oh the, uh, they do a whole episode on like yeah southern rap and I they go it. to port arthur mm -hmm. they like yeah. go to port arthur which is like outside of houston and Port mm -hmm. Arthur itself is actually like a giant shithole, but that's where <laughs> that's where Bun V's from, and they like interview him, and that was such a cool part of the episode. Oh yes, um, it and was. also emotional. Bun as B, well. yes, Bun mm -hmm. B is a fellow academic. He teaches at Rice University in Houston. Mm -hmm. So fun oh. fact. Oh really? Really? Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Yo, I did not expect that. Okay, that's that's cool. Yeah, that's 
Okay. Yeah, I can. I couldn't hear that at all. <laughs> Anything. Though. Okay, but like going back to Nipsey because like okay, there's so, definitely so. a connection with 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 Sack and the Bum B record, but Nipsey, man, come on. Okay, so he's not a good MC, buddy. No, you're completely wrong about that. You're oh, here comes Doctor 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 Flow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, so let's start with the beats because I know we have some common common ground there. I think this is the first time in over a decade where I've heard West Coast beats sound really fresh. Like, really fresh. And it has all the aspects of, like, what makes West Coast hip-hop appealing. But it sounds modern. And um, a couple years back, YG had a record. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it kind of, and it was uh, DJ Mustard produced. Mm-hmm. Um, and it had elements of that West Coast sea sound, but I always felt like it was just not quite there. Mm-hmm. And I do feel it's there for Nipsey Hustle. This is okay. exactly what I think a 2018 West Coast gangster rap album, West Coast Hustler album should sound like. Right? It, it sounds perfect for that. It's very slick in terms of production. And I know that is something that appeals to me much more than it appeals to mm-hmm. uh, to y'all. <laughs> Just I'm connecting with the text and yeah, uh, Jesus, that's so <laughs> But um, uh, um, okay, so that's for for, for production, right? Um, you're saying he's not he's you're saying he's a bad MC. I think- no, just not interesting to me. Like like I said, I I noticed what he does but like oh my god there's so much more there, there are so more so, so many more interesting ways of, of like rapping than what he I did I think what he's doing what his beats are doing for the West Coast sound modernizing them he's doing for all the aspects of West Coast flow that are there mm-hmm. I'm talking rhythmic variety I'm talking um, how he manipulates pitch I'm talking how um, he uses his micro timing to do to do like change it up all the time. Mm-hmm. Like he does all of these things, and he does like all these typically West Coast things, but he doesn't do it exactly like the others before him did. And um, one thing that made me appreciate him so much is that I, I analyzed the rhythms on last time that I checked the YG feature uh, song. I analyzed it, I analyzed 16 bars of his rhythm, and then I divided his, the bars into 64th notes. Yeah. And in those 16 bars, he used 63 of the 64 notes. Okay, but like you're using... But that, that is insane. That means that he uses every part yeah. of, of a bar. But is that a typical a West Coast thing to do? The ver- ver- varying it is a typically West Coast thing to do. Mm. Nobody else does that except for Kendrick. Yeah, I, I just uh, have the idea like, like yeah, so this really uh, solidifies my theory about West Coast MCs, no, but, but it doesn't no, say but anything about the record to no, me. No, but I think, I think it kind of does, but it, it doesn't say it's good. It says like the mo- I, He does it. It explains why I think it, why mm-hmm. my uh, emotion about it uh, is so strong. Yeah, right. Uh, 
And then um, I think what a lot of West Coasters don't do is complex rhyme schemes. He does that a lot, and you're referencing the everything rhyming with the N-word part. But he also he's also got like. Um, uh, yeah, he does more than that. Hustle and motivate. Yeah, of course, uh, he does more than that. But it, when I listen to it, I'm like, oh. My hustle and motivate yeah, so got like this again? six, seven syllable rhymes this. continuously. Like almost everything rhymes. And when Doom does it, we're all like, holy shit, he's rhyming everything. But no, no, that's not like, that's uh, not the appeal no, of Doom. No, 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 the no, the no, appeal no. of Doom is that he, that he does it in a way that you couldn't imagine. Sure, but I'm I'm saying like those. That, that sure was yeah. like the same thing he did yeah. with Kyle in the last episode. Yeah. Sure, I was I like, yeah, Doom does that in an amazing way. You're like, yes, and I could hear like in your voice like hmm, maybe I should listen to some more Doom because I still don't understand it. <laughs> no, but like, okay, and then there's one thing, and I yeah, and I can't, and, like, and again, it's kind of like what's gonna happen when we're discussing uh, Master Ace, I think. Oh, probably. Around. Um, hmm. Like I never, I always thought Nipsey Hussle was an average rapper, until I listened to him when I was in California, and it, for some reason it clicked for me. And that's a weird thing to yeah. say because it, it sounds really pretentious. Yeah. But how do you, I know. Uh, how do you I think I feel right when now, I listen to Bun B when I'm in Texas? Yeah, exactly. exactly. That, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's why this is a battle and it, between and it just, the both yeah. of you. Because we, you both we will never con- get. We will never have that connection because no, yeah. we also don't have it in our own city. But I think we're not listening to Dope D like, yeah, man, this is Groningen. We're not listening to Kraantje Poppy like, go Crane. Like, it's funny. Growing up, you know, there would always be dudes, and it's way more popular in places like Houston than in Dallas. But there's still dudes mm. like this. The dudes mm. with fucking lowriders. And the yeah. big, huge fucking spinners and wheels and stuff. That <laughs> happens. That's a real thing. Especially, you know, whenever I was in... um, Really? When I lived, like, outside of Dallas, like, in East Texas, yeah. in the middle of fucking nowhere, there was always, like, two or three dudes with load riders, and they would blast UGK. <laughs> no. Like, they would, I would just see them, like, every other day, and it would just be this stereotypical, like... Mm-hmm. And it was so Theme. funny. And they, yeah. yeah, and, like, I don't know. Immediately when I think of I think of, like, a hot... Like Texas Day, and them just like blasting UGK. Yeah. And like, nice. I remember like when I was at school, like, because they were always like around the corner, I could hear them. I'm like, oh my God, they're always like, I could, be, I would be in my apartment like four blocks down, and I would hear them, and I'm like, oh my God. Like, coming. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but now I have a it's weird sort of like, person. like nostalgia for it, because like, I was like, I remember those guys. That was cool. Like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's sort of, sort of we can't like convey that to you. No. What I, I do think you it's um, what I find interesting is that he's re, like his appeal to the streets is to like on the west coast is huge. He's so much bigger than we think he is. The like the sole reason Nipsey Hussle is like an international artist mm-hmm. is because of his support on the west coast because mm-hmm. it really resonates with the feeling of the West Coast. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think the interesting thing is that usually when that happens, like it doesn't really mean anything to me, but now, like I've- You've seen it. P- part of having seen it, and also then do research on it, I like, feel like I've discovered why it works so well for me. And um, I think that's, I, I just think he's one of the most interesting uh, rap. He's not just a new name. This is his debut album, but he started 13 years ago. Only dropping mixtapes, building up his name, like grassroots sort of a- appeal, sort of building to this major debut. Yeah. Completely independent. 
Um, not that that matters anything at all, but it matters <laughs> at all. But you know, I just I just think this is a very good record, and it's one of the records that I enjoyed very most of all the records that came out this year. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's aside from like the braggadocio and and what I like about his flow and stuff, there is some storytelling on there that is like classic West Coast storytelling, um, where few regions of hip hop are that like it's really a part of the West Coast tradition, I guess. Like um, just like storytelling, um, he does that great. For me, Bun B was a really fun record, but it wasn't anything special to me. That's my... Yeah, sort of it's like, okay, so these two are both your favorites. Yeah. You're both very passionate about... It's not necessarily my favorite for record of the year, but it is my favorite too. Like, if this wasn't on the list, I would have been very... Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're both very passionate about it. Frank and I are kind of like, eh, meh, we don't feel it. And there's uh, yeah. this connection there. And they're both not going to be album of the year because they're so they're attached to their region. The yeah. yeah, sure. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. So, which one do we think is better, Frank? Um, shit. If, if I was at a party right now, but that, that's not fair, but I would rather listen to Bumby. Last time that I It's a great fucking song. Like, when I play Dipsy Hustle, I'm like, holy shit, I want to fuck something up, and I want to get... Like, it's like literally oh. I'm, I'm, I'm lying in bed and I'm like, oh, I don't know what to do today. I can't go to, I don't want to do, I don't want to go to work. And it's like, last time that I checked, I'm up. Like, I'm ready to go. And yeah. it does that for me. There's not a lot of records that came no, out this but year that I, did that. Yeah, I get more energy out of Bung B. Yeah, sure. Definitely. But that's just the sound. The, 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 the. Yeah, I think I connect more with that than... My taste for West Coast hip hop was very different. Yeah, I'm. I'm just gonna compare my favorite two tracks on both those albums because the rest smart. don't really speak to me, and it's uh, RTJ. <laughs> Alright. Yes. <laughs> yes. So Nipsey hustle to the next round, right? <laughs> no. I won. I won. I beat you up. So <laughs> you guys disappointed me with the Nipsey hustle one. Really did. But hey. Okay. I lost Jay Z last round last year. I lost Nipsey Hussle in the first round this year. Battle number seven. I don't even want Drake to win. (laughs) (laughs) We got Earl Sweatshirt some rap songs. Yes. And we've got versus Master Ace and Marco Polo. A Breukele story. Oh, you have to say the, the Dutch. And we can say, we can say yeah. Breukele because like... Yeah. Breukele, yes. <laughs> yeah, I've been in Breukele. Yeah, I've been <laughs> to Breukele. That's <laughs> why I connect with this record. <laughs> I haven't been to Brooklyn, but Breukele. Yeah. No, um... Yeah, who wants to... I will to say, I really wish I could have... I really wish I could have enjoyed the Master Ace and Marco Polo record more, but the fucking skits just it's ruined it for me it just got on my nerves i was trying to listen to it again and i was mm. like i thought the first the first two god. skits were terrible and then the rest was kind of fun oh my god no it was I okay don't agree. it was okay but it there didn't. was there was one skit that had potential for me yeah. and that was the one where mark polo walks into like the into recording the studio. studio yeah, yeah and then he's gonna good. he's gonna like uh, play, beats. play a beat and I then he didn't, didn't play, play a beat the that was yeah shame. then yeah. it just like fell to a super underwhelming track on the entire record that was and a bad choice it was like well i, I <coughs> you just left me hanging man. okay but to me that like i agree on the skits but oh my god, it's such a 
weird thing to say, but Master Ace always has this problem that's very true. on his records. Like every time he does this, these skits, and that's like every record he releases, he does it. Um, it's the same thing. It sounds like yeah. a bad soap opera. Like, Marco, are you really going to do this? Come on, Dad. I'm really going to Brooklyn. Yeah, but you're a Canadian. You can ne- you're can. never going to make yeah, it in New yeah. York with that rippity rappity stuff. Like, it's, <laughs> I know it, it, but it. the rest of the record, it connects. Story-wise, it all connects. It's just the bad acting that really doesn't connect yeah. with me. But, but every single track to me had like a... Ooh, we like the lead single is perfect, but the rest of the tracks surrounding it, they're not any less, yeah, they're not less good. Like, production wise, Marco Polo never was interesting to me in the past, but I started Mm. liking his beats more and more and more. And Mm. I think this was an amazing collaboration. And and, and to me, this, like, for my personal list. Top five and probably top three. For me, it was all killer, no filler, except for the skits. Yeah, for me, um, this was just this record breathed Brooklyn, and um, it just it just sounded, it just felt like yeah. Brooklyn. I was but like, as okay, I was okay, okay, I okay. Like I was still there. I was prepared for like a weaker Master Ace record. Like, yeah. is Ace really gonna do a good record? And then. <laughs> This came out, I was like, holy shit. Like, but I'm, isn't like, I mean, Master Ace is kind of like a rapper that represents the sounds of Brooklyn. He's always been that way. Yeah, but this was like an explicit, explicit ode to Brooklyn. Yeah, like, and it yeah. was a real collaboration. And that's why I like, because all these records, like Master Ace dropped the last couple of years, like um, since Disposable Arts, I guess, they were all about him. And it was so cool that he does a record with That's Marco very true. Polo. Yeah. The story's about Marco Polo. And the, the story is about the fucking producer moving from Canada yeah. to New York, yeah. going that after is, his dream. It is that such is an inspirational story. And yeah. it's so cool how Master Ace just like the legend, like, come on, man, go ahead. This yeah. is your record. Yeah. Well, like, it wasn't the rapper is in the forefront. Yeah, He's like, like the, the main skits, man. Master no, it Ace went is, back yeah. to the old school. Master Ace is like... A, it's like a side character. Yeah. There's like yeah. an extra. Okay, this might sound weird, but he's kind of like the narrator or the vessel, the vessel for Marco Polo's yeah, story. Yeah, he's sure. He's, yeah, he's the vessel for, uh, for for Marco Polo's story. Yeah. yeah that is it. true, but they never like, even though it is that story, they, don't they never the game or something. Like or... I never felt like I got to know Marco Polo say, better. I'll say this. I I think Marco Polo is a great producer. I think Master Ace is one of the greats this period. Like he's amazing. Yeah. Just the fact that we got a new Master sure. Ace album this year period is great. Um, especially a collaboration True. like this. But I feel like I've heard better Marco Polo beats, and I feel like I've heard better stuff from Master Ace. Yeah. Mm, I do not agree, but I understand where you come. No, yeah, this is not my that, favorite. Like the way you, the, what, what you're saying Brooklyn about song was absolutely perfect. Everything oh, came together yeah, on that one. Yeah. Do you know what my time. favorite part about Mestes is? When he's uh, sort of like doing this, this ballad or something. Yeah. Like either mm. female or Brooklyn, for yeah. example. I think like he's like, really let's take strong. A walk. He has a like a, voice. it's an older song, yeah. but he has like the great storytelling meets uh, yeah. an, an, an ode to A very something. comfortable yeah. way of doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Like anthems for... Yeah. Where the late Biggie ran and, yeah. and everyone's a Biggie fan. Like, 
like yeah. it is it might be such a simple but it's rhyme, so but it's so no, strong. Like every other car yeah, in yeah, Brooklyn yeah. is bumping Biggie. Yeah, but I don't have that in connection. 2017, 2018. Yeah, I, I do not have <laughs> yeah. that connection, but I felt it. Like, yeah. he well, has such con- a... Like, I can oh. confirm it. That was so crazy to me how Biggie is still blasting mm-hmm. from the speakers. Yeah, that, that's Jay-Z super Biggie, dope. But Biggie is so much more than Jay-Z. Okay. But yeah. now I wanted that, that high rise of, like, Marco Polo. Because... I was expecting like just one one really strong moment, and like that didn't happen. Okay. So what about Earl sweatshirt? Earl the hooded sweater. As I have. <laughs> I have like what, what like like I might understand that everything I said about binary star you can throw back at me for mass days. Like it's a rap album, it's like typical '90s stuff or whatever. Like it's not that. that I don't. I don't new and and and. Could. But I don't think I think Binary Star is is a, it's a different beast. But, but it feels it feels more modern than Master. Okay, but yeah. for me, um, what you're saying about this record, I had with Earl Sweatshirt. What 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 exactly? Um, I think Earl Sweatshirt is. I'm gonna get so much hate for this. I wanna keep saying that he's my favorite MC from the last couple of years. But man, they hyped him too much when he was not there for the whole Art Future movement that everything he did since he got back yeah. just didn't do it for me. I love <coughs> Doors. Like, I really like that record, but it's a typical Art Future record. Like, let's be honest. It's not yeah, Earl. It's not it's Earl Art Future. Um, then I don't like shit and I don't go outside I don't want to go outside like it's one of my favorite records ever I Good could title. not stand it yeah. the first time and then I started loving it mm. this yeah the title says it all it's just some rap songs and there are a couple of really lazy demos I like the record when I just listen to it but it's background it's it's just a lot of demos to me okay so the, I was expecting more record. from the the, the 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 return of the the, the, the young, the, yeah. the prince, like the, the dude from Art Future no. who got away. Like, he it's all hype. There's okay, no. so... Sweatshirt is Zach, one of Zach's... Now, it's a little bit harder to judge thing. because this mm-hmm. came out later than all the other... Like this literally just came yeah. out a couple yeah. weeks ago. Not too but this long. is also the, the yeah. album that I probably listened to... Yeah, last week, right? ...the most, somehow, mm. out of all these. Yeah, and I just think <laughs> yeah. it's absolutely fucking brilliant. It just... I it's just, so good. There's right? something about it's just like I, I completely I get what you're saying because the first time I listened to it I was like some of the mixing is weird like I can't hear him sometimes or at least I couldn't really tell what he was because the beats are so just like compressed and just like raw and like yeah. as a beat tape I, like when I first listened to it I was like this would be cooler as an instrumental maybe because like I literally can't hear what he's saying but it but, is like. There's just something. Yeah. It seem it just. I get the impression that all that is intentional, and it is. It, it yeah. is like a beat tape, and Earl's uh, verses are yeah, laid upon I, it, but like not in a traditional yeah, way. But, but do you understand that, like, when when he started dropping the, those videos on Instagram, okay, people so, were like, "Oh shit, Earl is releasing something new," and I'm. My biggest problem with Earl is that ever since everything that happened with Art Future, it's always building up to something and it doesn't deliver for me. Yeah, but so that's just my there's, there's thing. Like that's a like a big a key difference between us, and we've had this before, where 
I don't. I just listen to the music. I don't really look at like all the promotion and stuff around it. I don't. Really no, but I really stuff. love him as an MC. I love his voice. I love yeah. his flow and shit. But ever like sort of- he, he since he became a depressed mess and like maybe it's just me and my past but like i have the idea like he smokes too much goddamn weed like yeah, get and, off and the it's fucking about that brain. it's about him being fucked yeah, up yeah but i don't want to hear a whole record about no but it's not a whole record i smoke too much weed and i never go outside <laughs> that's not true it's a 24 minute record and it touches the, his it touches every it talks about like his parents and like he actually depressed. sampled his dad which i thought was really yeah cool. mm-hmm. yeah yeah okay so it is but so so at the end of the record you notice that he's still fucked up but then like this the the that one song it it samples his mom mm-hmm. telling telling people that she's proud of earl mm-hmm. which is a really new development in the, yeah, relationship. the relationship yeah and his dad giving a speech about um immigration yeah. immigration yeah yeah, yeah. yeah okay and and like the the music on the background that's that's earl's touch upon that yeah. so that's where the family comes together and his dad died like that's right. during the making of that, that oh, shit. Uh, record that. yeah and then the next song is way darker than the rest of it where he was just like smoking weed being fucked up and was kind of like feeling accepted but kind of struggling with it next song is super dark and then the last song is um uh, it's a song made by like not his biological uncle, but like it's it's about being free and free of all that shit. Mm-hmm. And then Earl just flips it in a super crazy way, like the the way he handles that original song, which is also beautiful in itself. Is like so Earl and so unique in his way of making beats. And that's where you can let it all go. Yeah. All that stuff about like. Uh, it's weird. Uh, I don't get it. You just have to accept it. No, but and then it just becomes all I so logical. It's a very oh. Yeah, but I think yeah. you brush it off too much. Like oh, like you don't get it because it's weird and whatever. No, I, I'm not saying that. But I I listen to like enough weird shit. Like and and not saying like oh I I understand weird shit. But I think uh, it's like the 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 the. Everyone I, I hear like that is saying like, oh my god, this best record ever are the people who love Death Grips. I also like Death Grips. But who like like all this weird abstract, just it has to be as weird as possible. It feels like punk back in the days, like kicking against everything that your parents love and whatever. And I'm like, I, I, I miss some of the craftsmanship in, in this record. The, to mean, me, it's so really, much no, to me, it's really, like I said before, just some rap songs and that's why this is a, a a hard one i'm not saying that i don't like the earl sweatshirt record but with the master ace record i don't know why you put these two up against each other i yeah, hear kinda, like we, we can talk about the acting on it but it's a more uh it's a story it's an overall record and well, the i'm not feeling obvious, it at least. yeah it's at least like yeah. the first you, it's yeah so, it's so in your face story because with like, the skits are the skits are in your face as fuck okay earl sounds like a very creative soundcloud rapper but if he didn't have our future behind no, him he no, wouldn't no, have been no, at no, this that's no. not true no, yes it is that's no. underappreciating him no if there wasn't no title to create an art future hyping him up and shit 
In my okay, I he's very he, different from. But he, but he, he, he put himself in that position. I wish he would have worked with Sam I Am or whoever like a lot more on this record because I don't hear a full grown. I don't know. Okay, like the problem I always have. The, the problem I, <laughs> I have a problem with Steven. Let's, let's, I always I always tell Steven like he's the Mclemore of the group because he keeps working on his record and everything has to be perfect. And I'm always like, stop doing that. But in this case, I'm like, I wish Earl did some more. No, I would say that's. Like, I guess it's more pure now. No, I don't. But I'm, I, I miss it's something. It's weird because it's in a weird. God, I'm gonna get super fucking academic. I'm trying not to sound super pretentious, but it's like. <laughs> I just think it's fucking brilliant because like all of those things that you're describing why you don't like them is why I like it like the exact same I'm like yes <laughs> yeah. you're correct that, that's, that's why I love the album like <laughs> that's but, why it's just raw it's like, so all deliberate yeah, I, I so they, just, they made me think I'm not saying they're on the same level but going back to, to Mad Villain mm-hmm. um, they just sound like these just raw they sound like mm. they're just made on the SP three hundred three. They're just raw compressed loops. There's no choruses. There's nothing. It's just, bar, just sloppy, raw, loud bars. And I, Hell oh, yeah. I love it. I just, yeah. Oh, I just jump in it, and I just want to just listen to it over and over again. And I <laughs> yeah. just, I didn't get Should that from vote? Marco Polo. Maybe. Days. Wait, now uh, Frank Spin talk way too much. No, no, no. Maybe it's too much. Everything you're saying, me. like. Like, it's sloppy. It's not on an amateur level sloppy. It's very deliberate, and it's very hard to do. If it's intentional, I've never that's cool. Yeah, it definitely is, because it's, it's so, what, like... That, that is my argument for inside why I, I will say my I will is intentionally sort of, sloppy. So, like, I can't right. do that for Nipsey yeah. Hussle's flow and uh, yeah. ignore the same mindset for, for Earl Sweatshirt. Mm. Frank, I will say, though, like... That's a good point. Because that was my impression, like, the first time I listened to it was, like, what the fuck? What? Like, what is, you know, so I think what you're saying is a legitimate mm, criti- criticism. Of course, yeah. Because you could maybe argue, like, maybe that wasn't intentional. Maybe it was just yeah. some rap songs and, you know, that's not the impression that I got. But if that's not, mm. that's a completely leg- legitimate reason to not enjoy it. So that's, that's we can agree to disagree. <laughs> no, but, I like, that, think- that uh, that's what I like about these conversations because it's not like I'm... Fuck Earl Sweatshirt, I don't like the record because I do. I listened to it today, That's and today I connected way more to it than uh, than mm. the day it got released. Because the day it got released, I was stupid. I woke up and was like, new Earl Sweatshirt, and I put it on <laughs> while going yeah, to work. You had and it was like, I was right? in such a great mood, and then you start listening to Earl Sweatshirt, I'm like, oh no. Oh, <laughs> oh my, dude. Okay, I think I'm going back to 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 Master Ace uh, yeah. today because this this is not my cup of tea today. Probably in another mind state, I would have enjoyed it more. Today, I was like going to the office and I was like, okay, let's put it on again. Let's see what happens. Mm. And I listened to it in its entirety. I was like, dope. Then at the office, like the other guy left. I was like, okay, let's put it on again. Now without the headphones, just in the room, working, listening to it. And once again, I enjoyed it. But I think in this case, and I am the old guy, I just hate the fact that within a week it got released, Pitchfork puts it up like, number four, best record of the year. Like, everyone is hyping yeah. this shit, and I'm like, you're missing so many creative, great records. That's, and not, I, yeah, actually, that's not an and argument it, against no, the it, album. No, it's not Earl Sweatshirt's fault, but I uh, personally, I would have... Exp- I, I want that guy to deliver, like... 
Uh, maybe it's, it's just did. my yes, yeah. You want yeah. I really delivered on different expectations. Yeah, that's the problem. So Listen, I, I I feel like this album is a very logical next chapter for what he's true. been doing so far. What he's been building up, like from going from I don't like shit on go outside and then all the the, oh, the yes. release single tracks he's been putting out. Yeah, this is where he was gonna end up, and it's it's very small, but it's very um. It has l such a large effect on his entire story. What was the video from, I think, Solace? his last bracket? Was it oh. a, a, a grief or whatever, where he's like floating? Dun, 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 with the piano. It's Jump, that's from Doors. Oh, Jump, that's Doors, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's like Dark Earl, but... Um, mixing wise everything is way more cleaner like that's what i yeah, it's weird I because i love mad lip and i love filthy fucking beats and they're like so rushing. It's i just want to hear like a, 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 but that's okay it's so weird that tyler made makes so many okay he also did cherry bomb with sloppy mixing <laughs> yeah. but um no but i just i still want earl sweatshirt to release like i'm i'm really sure he can make a record okay. that 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 that, that will I love Doris, and I don't know why, because it's not Earl, I agree. Yeah. It's not Earl, it's Art Future, Guys, yeah. all the way. Vote. I want to I wanna vote. Okay, I think, I think Earl. I'm going for Earl. Um, Frank? I get why Earl is more interesting, but for me personal, personally, Master Ace really, like, I like their bracket. So I put it on Master every Ace day, so Polo? I'm yeah. going with Ace. Okay, so my personal favorite is Master Ace and Marco Polo, but... I do think that, um, like, the story and the development, I missed that when I listened to Earl Sweatshirt's record. And I think, overall, I'm more of a fan of a subtle, implied story, if that makes sense, than a sort of mm. in-your-face story. Even though I love the Master Ace and Marco Polo record, I think yeah, they did same. everything right and in terms of the music, that I'm okay with conceding this one. Mm. And and then sort of you guys, so it's not a draw. <laughs> maybe well, it's maybe go. I'm well, like maybe I'm an evil fan. hipster right now because I just don't want to be like the another guy who's like, yo, that new Earl Sweatshirt, yeah, right? Like okay. it, it became a an, an, a popular opinion. Like even on the radio yeah. right now, they're playing Earl joke, Sweatshirt, yeah, and I'm like, are they? dude, yeah. yeah, they are. Which and I'm song? Like, Which song? The Mints. And I'm like, yeah, really? You don't understand. This is not radio-friendly shit. And you're like playing it because it's the same thing that happened to Run the Jewels. Everyone's like, yo, did you hear the Run the Jewels? Like, they never heard of LP. They never heard of Killer Mike. They only heard one song. They saw like an album yeah. of the year list and they go all in on it. And that's what I hate. Yeah, but that, that has more. nothing to do with the album, though. No, that's I know. And that's my problem. That's, that's me. That's, that's why I... That is annoying because yeah. it's yeah. not the best candidate. But that's why I... Able to admit it, like there is a more like. Right. But we have a winner though. Earl Sweatshirt moves to the ding, next ding. round. And that... The last one. <laughs> Earl Sweatshirt to the next round. Uh, that brings us to uh, what's the final matchup again? Yeah, it's your uh, your your buddy Drake, <laughs> Scorpion. Drake Scorpion against uh, uh, Sarface and MF Doom. Okay. Sarface versus Metalface. <laughs> All right. Okay, okay. Okay. So I have an anecdote. Oh God. Okay. So today. Uh, it's Christmas season. I went to the Christmas market and I, I was still listening to some albums, still had to listen to Drake. Yeah. So I put up the, the Drake album, Scorpion, you know, chilling. I was walking around like, well, 
and and I was listening to God's Plan, and I was like, I I that's the one song I know from this album that I actually know. So I was just like getting into it, and I actually like I felt it. Uh-huh. I don't know the words, but like I just started rapping with it, even though I don't know the words. It's I can still like pretend, you know. Yeah. Like everyone around me, like he was feeling the vibe too. So I was like, God's Plan. God's plan. Everyone was joining with me, and we were all like vibing. God's plan. God's plan. I started giving money to people. I started like getting everybody gets the same. It felt like a little community, you know. Yeah. But like um, that didn't get higher than that. Like <laughs> even with everyone joining in and the Christmas spirit, like I have no idea what what he's saying at all times, and okay. it didn't matter. Okay, so here's here's the thing. So it's Starface. <laughs> Uh, and uh, 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 Doom versus Drake, right? Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. The, my way to get Drake to the next round is gonna be this: new rules. It's only about sound quality. Boom, Drake wins. No, that's oh, not true. That's not true. Get the fuck out of here. No. Best, As I just said, I best, couldn't understand a thing he year. said. Best mixing of the year. Best mastering and mixing. Yeah, but Drake no. actually has to open his mouth. When I will he says say, so I just <laughs> actually listened to Scorpion earlier today, and it's definitely one of my yeah. one of the better Drake albums. Like it's really like his rapping, and his lyrics, and just like it's really it's like fuck. This is good Drake. This is nice. It's mm-hmm. just nice hearing yeah. good Drake. You know, I agree. and like not every, yeah. but like there are definitely some highlights. Even though I do think the album overall is way too damn long. Like God's oh, plan, it's way too long. I fucking oh, it's love. Way too long. Like God's plan, <laughs> even when that first came out, I'm like, fuck, I really like this Those a lot. Those 808s are crazy. Ugh. Yeah. And then oh, crazy. oh, that's funny. I actually got to God's plan, and after that, I started skipping because I thought the song was too long. So sorry. Uh, Sandra's <laughs> Rose, Sandra's Rose, uh, is a DJ Premier beat, and just hearing him over yeah. a Primo beat is fucking cool. Um, cool. Summer Games, the the intro on Summer Games, the synths are so fucking gorgeous. Yep. Like Forty Shabib is fucking, he, he's brilliant. He's just really fucking brilliant. He knows how to just make a fucking banger. Amazing, he's great. He gets such amazing sounds. Yeah, just amazing sounds. The one thing I was listening to the the Michael Jackson feature and like the yeah, there's something that they did with the the MJ vocal that just sounds weird. It just sounds like they put a weird filter on it or something. Huh, I don't know. I like that song, but I, I, there's something weird about it. Maybe. Like it just sounds. Okay, so long. here's my I thing. Don't I don't. To... I won't. I'll. Ne- I'll never argue that Scorpion is record of the year because it was honestly it was way too long for that. Um, but I wanted to put it on this list because I think Drake is one of the best artists out there in structuring his songs, and I love Forty's production on it. Oh yeah. I love. I love the way. They, I just love the mixing. Like, it's is it are are Clean they my Steve. favorite tracks? <laughs> Clean no, Steve. <laughs> but I just, you really are. No, I, I just want my records to sound have that sound quality. Oh, that fucking high definition sound. It's in, yeah. incredible. Nothing sounds as good as that in That's terms of the, mixing and mastering. Is it the most creative record? No. Nah. Is it the best rapping? Rapping? No. Nah. Is it's good rapping, in my opinion. I think it's very good. Oh. I think he's a good... He He's somebody that does draw you in. Like, I actually listen to the shit he says. Yeah. And it's very interesting to... And, and, and to, to, to listen to actually what he says at times. Uh, um, my, my, my thing it about this It sounds like a toddler. I'm upset. 
Yeah, well, uh, I'm Upset is, a, is not a great record. Um, but that's what you get if you got 25 songs on there. Um, the, 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 what I get from Scorpion, what I find very interesting, and after that we can yeah. just vote for Doom and get them to the next round. But I want to get nah, this Nah, it's not there. that easy. Like, even I like, have. It's because, like, um, Drake's record is... We talked about Earl Sweatshirt being this, like, oh, it's all about this mood that he's in. And it's... Drake on Scorpion is painting a picture of somebody who is one at everything in life and yeah. is lonely and not happy. Mm. And that's and, and in a weird way, the 25 songs, like, uh, damn, it's still not over, is adding to the quality of the narrative in that story. No, that's, that's what the, bullshit. That's, that's total bullshit. But that that's is an interesting how I argument. I'm not sure how intentional that was, but... <laughs> yeah. works. I, I wish he and would think, like did more with that than just like showing. Yeah. yeah. And uh, a nice for what is the best pop rap song of so, the year? So last year, I don't even Steven, Zach, and Gino made me a list. Like, okay, so you never really listened to Drake. You should listen to these songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I listened to it. You, you guys made me a Drake playlist. Like, Zach was very honest. <laughs> like, yeah. you need to skip this track. You need to skip this track. You need to listen to this, <laughs> yeah, this, to yeah. this. You yeah. did the same. Gino yeah. did the same. I don't want. I don't want to be grumpy, old guy. But I, I just don't get it. Okay. So I went outside. I was like, I'm gonna take a walk. I'm gonna listen to this Drake. So <laughs> survival was boring to me. Then came non-stop, and like, ooh, this... And I agree with you. This sounds good. Like, sounds so good. And I was like, okay, but non-stop was the flippity-floppity thing? Yeah. About flipping <laughs> flip, a flip. switch? Flip, flip. And I'm like, okay, this is going to be a long walk. Um, non-stop, and like, I don't want to play the music right now, like press yeah, play, no, that's because that's good. very uh, irritating to people. It sounds like crap. <laughs> yeah, but I think after like man it sounded like i was listening to it for five minutes i was like dude is this song not oh, over but yet that's the whole thing with this album okay but i was like it's it's boring it's getting irritating and i think from god's plan on i started skipping and like i get it it's 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 mixed on a it's like a total it's different level. level yeah it's, it's like it's not, like the first hear, time you hear chronic 2001 back in the days so it was like oh it's like that like uh, when my dad bought new studio uh, studio monitors, I brought uh, a couple Drake records. Yeah, yeah, was the same. At least, uh, definitely that one. Mm-hmm. And I brought two thousand one. Okay, and that's what I wanted to but hear that's, on perfect speakers. That's not like I don't think it's an honest fight when you put Sarface up against it because Sarface, it's like it's not as bad mixed as Earl Sweatshirt, but like yeah, it's not top notch mixing because it doesn't need that. It's yeah. not part of the whole but thing. I, I, and that's why it's interesting to put them together. Because, like, I, I'm not going to argue that Drake's a better rapper than those That's not what I'm Oh, you're not going to argue. No, okay. Argue but that. that's a funny thing. Because I, I think, think Inspector Deck is becoming an old man. And, like, not every Inspector Deck line is uh, uh, yeah. up to par well, with I his, think, like, old rhymes. I think Drake rhymes. is underrated as a rapper. I think he's a much better rapper than okay. people give him. Yeah, uh, and I think forty is is if we're gonna look back. Would you on say this era in hip hop, and we're not, and forty is gonna be hailed as one of the greatest in production mm-hmm. ever? Okay. Yeah. Would you say, like, financially um, speaking, that forty is probably the most successful producer right now? Because if Drake is the most successful artist, well, he doesn't produce yeah, everything. On, well, yeah, but even still, like, yeah. But let's be honest; they were like Zach. You make beats. 
um, when you listen to Drake, do you do you listen to the beats? Like, is oh, it? Yeah, I mean, I just said like, sorry, I just said um, you know, and I agree. Like, all that shit just sounds so it's clean and it's nice so and it's crisp. pretty, oh. and I'm like, cool. Like, this gets an A. <laughs> okay, but really? because to me it's like foundations. I, I miss a lot. Like it's yeah. very much like I do this and I put it's like one minimal. little. It's yeah, it's very minimal. minimal. I love that. And that's once again, you know, you made a very weird like choices for like putting <laughs> records up against I, each I other. It was really because funny. like Sarface <laughs> is a tough group. Their first yeah. record was like, oh shit, Inspector Deck is back. Oh, Seven L and Esoteric, they made some good records. But I enjoyed it because it was all comic book stuff. Yeah. Then the second record came out, and it, it, once again, it like it very much. It's like Action Bronson, Ari uh, 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 Rugged Man, Beat Nuts, I think, Large mm. Professor. Like it's all about guest appearances, yeah. and it's like very much a comic book. Like oh shit, yeah. uh, there's Spider Man showing up, and uh, like there's like there's there's, yeah. there's mm-hmm. a whole idea behind Starface. Third record, it got boring to me. And then they were like, yo, we're making another record. Like, yeah, right, guys, come on. You know, like, really, we, we know it already. Sarface. I think this group reinvented themselves by making the obvious choice. Let's do a yeah. record with Doom. What I am mad about is how can Sarface make, make an entire record with Doom? Now, this year, they're going to release an entire record with Ghostface Killer. And Ghostface Killer and MF Doom have been promise, promising us a collaborative album yeah. for like five, six years. Yeah. You fucking assholes. Make it happen. Yes. Uh, but <laughs> MF As Doom... punishment, we're going to send Drake to the next round. The beats are like... The <laughs> nice beats try. are uh, next level for Sarface. Oh, yeah. The whole... Uh, mm. Like... It was very much sample based, and now I'm not sure if there is a band part of the Feels group. Feels like it because it's now it's produced by I've bought um, the the Sarkies or something like Seven uh, L and the Sarkies, something like that. <laughs> so it gives me the idea that there is a group or there's more instrumentation to this record. Um, Doom just takes over every yeah. track he's on. Like the like there's one track I need to find the track listing because I heard it so much. I he's, think he's, it's he's uh, Badness of Madness, I think. Mm. Like when, when you hear Inspector Deck go like, Spoken Word on a man. And then Doom <laughs> kicks <laughs> yeah. in and the whole beat changes. And he, he just takes over that record. He dominates. Like what I missed on JJ Doom. Yeah. Like true, this is true. what Doom does. He creates the need. Like, oh my God, it's been so long since I heard a Doom record. With Born Like This, I was like, hmm, this is not going to be good. And it was like, oh, finally, there's a new Doom record. And I was so hyped. JJ Doom was disappointing. When I heard this, I was like, I got goosebumps again. I got that old MF Doom goosebumps. Like, you know how to fucking... Like, it's not only his flow. It's not only his style. It's not only the mask. It's like... Doom needs a good producer who understands Doom. And I think 7L, yeah. he understands Doom to the fullest. It's like just one little piece of string or one different note in the key that makes it Doom immediately when he steps in. Yeah, totally. And to totally. have the balls to put like a Sarface record out and have Open Mike Eagle on a track like yeah, Phantoms. Right. Phantoms is so not a Sarface track. Yeah. But then it comes in and then like first it starts with like <laughs> with doom on it, yeah. mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden the strings come in. Why do these phantoms? And then it takes over, <laughs> and then it's all of a sudden it was like Inspector Deck is taking over the doom role. 
Yeah. Now yeah. he was the guy who comes in and is like, yeah. oh, like it was a real battle. Yeah. This record was really Sarface versus Metal Face. It felt like it, they're joking, like, so I'm Heroes Sarface, so like bitter. you're MF Doom, like let's partner up. Yeah. But to me, it really felt like a battle. Yeah. Yeah. Very hip hop. Um, I mean, this is just fucking Ooh. fun. It was just. Yeah, it's just fun. Like I don't know how else to describe it. Like, yeah. Sorry, but Scorpion wasn't really very fun. <laughs> like it just no. wasn't. Hey, like, it was I'm very great. Yeah. I just wanted Scorpion in here because yeah. I wanted to highlight that it was the best sounding record. Did you yeah, ever? I don't want Sarface to win because it's Doom. Get it? I don't want to be like, come on, guys, it's Doom. Like, uh, no, of like, course okay, they win with okay, it. Let's put it this way: if Scorpion was half as long and it had all the fillers cut out, only the strong tracks, mm-hmm. I would ride for that record. Because the, the, the standout tracks on there are top-notch and oh, they yeah, sound yeah. the best of the yeah. entire year. I think but there is so much crap in, in like, ha- that's Ratchet funny. Happy Birthday is fucking terrible. But that's There's funny a bunch because... of songs that are fucking terrible. Everything you say, Sarface might be... Uh, the record, you could say it's not long enough. Because it's very short and and like there's a lot of skits like yeah, it oh it's another it a short record and yeah Pusha T was a but short record it's another skit cool. here another skit there it's like like yeah you only got five Doom versus like a lot of people were hating on it like uh, so we got a Starface versus Doom record and only five or six Doom versus yeah it's MF Doom what you think <laughs> he probably gave him like two days in the studio like yeah let's do this and he took his money and went out released like they, five uh, different covers for the. The Zarface thing, didn't they release like a comic book? Yeah, yeah I have yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I want to say, by the way, that like Zarface meets uh, Metal Face has the best skits of the entire year. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, like, that's that's how <laughs> you do skits right. Better than Marco Polo Messi. Come on, even better. <laughs> like, like, just, like, that's how you do skits. You make yeah, the beat each other. fucking dope, yeah. and then you, then you play with it. I yeah, 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 I agree. And so I think the Ghostface records are gonna disappoint. Hey guys, sorry. Mm-hmm. Let, let's let's vote. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna vote for half of Scorpion, and my other <coughs> other half of my vote is to uh, to Sarface. So, yeah. but but I wanna just I wanna know what did you think of the record? Very quick. Oh, I I I, I thought it was a very fun record that I wanna <laughs> listen to a couple more times. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Just because you're uh, not like very into doing. Yeah, so. no, it's more. It's like it's it's not not something that is necessarily on my radar when it comes out. Like people have to like point it out to me a mm-hmm. couple of times, and they're like, "Oh yeah, are we uh, all voting for Drake?" <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Psych. Okay. messed that one up. Starface. Round two. So we're going to do a round, round two. two. But- <laughs> This is gonna be uh, easier. We've done all the arguments now. Yeah. So now it's fighting to the death. So we're done within five minutes <laughs> because so I don't want choice. You, you want to do it like we vote first. If we don't get out of it, like, if yes. that doesn't decide it, we. That's what, okay. okay. Yes. Oh, Round that's two, interesting. Uh, we look at the matchups. We vote right away. Yeah. And if we, if it's a draw, we try to see. Yeah. Which one should come out first? Well, this is so hard, man. Okay, like, so number one, Pusha T, Daytona versus Milo with the long-ass title. Yeah, Pusha. Pusha T. Wait, I kept thinking Kid Sea Ghost won. Why did I... No, we, we had a big old... Draw. It's been a long-ass day. we did a rock, okay. paper, scissors. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. right. That's, <laughs> yeah, Pusha T. Pusha T. Yeah, sorry. Okay. That's easy. Three, That's no contest. Three, two, one. As much as I love Milo, 
I just think what Pusha T did with Daytona is just fucking. Is yeah, I feel like Pusha the Daytona is like a bigger record in, in mm-hmm. the career. I just of, love how Pusha. short it is. Like I listened I to it like three Pana. times the other day because I can because it's just like boom, get in, get out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay, the next one is Dem Atlas, Bad Actress versus Binary Star, Light Years Ago. Dem Atlas. Yeah, Dem Atlas for sure. Such a solid record. Dem Atlas. I was more interested. I was more invested and interested in Dem Atlas as much as I enjoyed Binary Star, personally. I, it's his first. I voted for Dem Atlas, but I honestly I love Binary Star a little bit more. I think, but I'm cool with uh, Dem Atlas. Winning. It's actually his debut album yeah. after a couple of EPs, yeah, like and I real really album. respect him putting in that much work, man. And how different it is from that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but like, dude, you're gonna love Masters of the Universe by Binary Star. Oh yeah. Looking forward to it. Plus, I will listen to it a couple of times more. Mm. <laughs> Maybe I will find something, but... This Wol- is, uh, Wolfman Jack is one of my favorite songs ever. Are we doing uh, this one first? No, no. The match? No, right? Okay. Uh, next one, that will be No Name with Room 25 oh versus Bun B, Return of the Trails. No Name. No Name, yeah, obviously. I'm, vo- no. I'm voting Nipsey Hussle. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh you're you're like old. You're, you're doing four for four all over again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. No, no, no. You guys are doing four for four. Oh, <laughs> I still love you all. Uh, no, I'm voting for No Name. I thought that was a really good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We all agree, I guess. Okay, it's gonna be interesting. Oh, it's gonna be weird if if once again like a solid record. What <laughs> is this going to happen again? Like it's not really our album of the year, but it's so fucking good. Well, like we have to go. Really it's the yeah, it's Rhapsody the best. was a good that record. But I'm yeah, I'm okay. kind of pretty confused. Um, no name is gonna be no, no, no. Uh, matched up with uh, the winner of this contest, Earl Sweatshirt. Some rap songs versus Starface meets Metalface. Fuck Earl. Earl. Okay, the fanboy in me wants to say Earl Sweatshirt, uh, uh, Sarface versus Metalface. Um, I have no stake in this one. I have no stake in this. <laughs> no, no, I can go. I can say Sarface, but I know everyone's going for Earl Sweatshirt, and everybody's I'm laughing at me. Earl, but I'm also not wanting to say both. Earl for some reason. Okay, so it's not me who has that. I want to say Earl. I would say per, from personal enjoyment, as much as I enjoyed Zerfez, I keep saying it, as much I enjoy all of these records, duh. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Of course. Something I, it's just, I, I, except for I didn't Dipsy even Hustle, know. Right? <laughs> Dipsy Hustle should be higher on this list. Drake should just be on the list. Um, someone make a decision for me. I don't know. <laughs> like... <laughs> This is really fucking hard. Cause I both stepped these... out of this one. I really don't care. Okay, I think I made my mind up. I'm not going to say Earl Sweatshirt just to please everyone. I'm going for Starface versus Metalface. It's not the MF Doom fan in me talking. I know the flaws in this record. But it's hmm. to me, it's a fun record that I put on a lot of times. And I enjoy it from yeah. beginning to the end. I'm like, mm. like let's like, give it another spin. It's like, the same thing like as Pusha T. I was no, just way more, more interested in like Pusha T. Okay. I was just way more interested with what Earl was doing, personally. Like, I just... Even though I think yeah. Zarface is, like, a more f- sort of fun listen, okay. like, mm-hmm. I just... I was really, really, really kind of obsessed with that. I remember, like, the day it dropped, like, me and a, a couple friends, like, 
were just like, yo, did you listen to it? And someone was like, I listened to it four times already. Oh, my God. And we were all just, yeah, like, hyped right, up. Same. Like, right. and I just, I just weirdly, I, I'm probably going to listen to this after, listen to it after we sweatshirt? record. Yeah, Earl. Virginia same. Too. Same. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm following the majority now because I have no stake in this. They're I'm going to hate the end results if everyone is going to say Earl while the record hasn't been out for a week yet. No, it's been out for two weeks. Earl Sweatshirt. Okay, that brings us to our Holy first Jesus semifinal. Christ, this is intense. And oh, my God. The first semifinal. Yo, this is way more exciting than last year. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, last year we had uh, Tyler versus Rhapsody. Yeah, that was and really And we kicked out Kendrick. And we that kicked out Kendrick. True. Okay. Okay. Okay, so the first matchup, the first semifinal is Pusha T, Daytona versus Dim Atlas, Bad Actress. Pusha T. Purely... Subjective. This is pretty subjective for me. I'm gonna go Dem Atlas. Yeah, I'm going for Pusha because I'm not sure when I'm gonna listen to Dem Atlas again. Pusha T, I'm probably gonna put on tomorrow in the Pusha train. I've heard uh, already heard 50 times and I still like it. Yeah, exactly. That's for me. It still oh. feels I, fresh, yeah. Like it still but feels. I still think uh, Dem Atlas is one of my discoveries. Hmm. Um, well, I mean, you discovered it for me, but... <laughs> no, but it's cool that you actually I, connect I, I with... Yeah, this like kid it. is very creative, and I, I hope that he uh, continues that way. Oh, man. But I'm going with Push. Yeah, Push. And uh, I think Push is going to go to finals. Yes. Okay, interesting. Push T moves to the final, and the second... Uh, second place in the final is going to be for either Ooh. No Name with Room 25 or for Earl Sweatshirt. No Name Immediately. Earl Immediately. No Name. <laughs> I, I, gotta, I, gotta, I, gotta, I gotta say No Name. This is tough. But it's just, I just really like, I like, as much as I was talking earlier, like, I, I was in, I, bleh, bleh, words are hard. <laughs> True. <laughs> words are hard. Um, at this point, like all the records are just clear why they're here. Yeah. That brings us to the final. Okay. It's Pusha T versus No Name. I think Pusha T made a perfect record. I think No Name made a perfect record too. Just it was executed to perfection. It was. I don't, it absolutely was. Yeah. <clears throat> it's weird because I never really liked clips. No. And I was never really a huge Pusha like T songs. fan before this. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's why when Steven told me like, "Yo, you need to listen to Pusha T," I'm like, "Yeah, only because Kanye produced it." Shut no, the fuck up. No, no. Yeah, but yeah, that no, was my exactly. first reaction. Like, get the fuck out of here, Steven. And then I was like, you know what? Let's try it. I'm not a big Pusha T. I, I'm not. A, I'm not a Pusha T fan. Not even not a big. Just like I didn't care about him. Yeah. Like, okay. But he really changed my mind on this record, and I'm pretty sure he's not gonna make a record like this ever again. And for as far as you can hmm. say, it's a perfect record because I don't think there is a perfect record. Gino said it perfectly when he said 2018 was actually kind of boring. There aren't like really yeah. you you, you there's said good today, music. Yeah, but, but you said no... today like there's no to pimp a butterfly, and yeah. I know that's also an honest opinion uh, or a popular opinion. Yeah. But this year there wasn't a record like that. Mm-hmm. There's no, there and wasn't a record push, that uh, shifted the culture. Yeah, I and would Pusha say did something that I wasn't expecting, and true. it has replay value. It surprised me. 
Um, I bought it immediately, <laughs> and I think I'm gonna be enjoying this record for a couple years. That's the thing with more. both of these albums. They're I think they're going to age very well. Oh yeah, no like, name as well. In the next yeah. decade or so, it's gonna be like, oh yeah, those those for either it, whatever wins. It's like I'm honestly pretty happy with either or. Yeah. Um, like I said earlier about the no name record, it's very it cater. It's hard for me to not want to put it as number one because it's like the academic side of me is like oh but it talks about colonialism okay, exactly and blah 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 like yeah. it's just everything I've wanted in like a hip hop record that I didn't think would ever happen and now it, it's happening and I'm like ah like <laughs> and then the Pusha T record but like what they did I mean what Kanye did with the whole seven track thing and I, that might not have been his like idea it's just I'm just critic because all of the shit that he did with his own record and stuff yeah. the seven track album I think is gonna make more of a splash like more of an effect in the future because I oh, think it's great I think so. oh I think I we're think, already seeing it yeah I think it's kind of fucking awesome that we're just getting especially in the world of like stream trolling and all these like really bloated records like Scorpion and Migos Culture 2 and like all this shit that I'm like oh my god it's three hours long I don't want to listen to this like to have stuff that's just boom seven or eight tracks 20 minutes in and out you know I mean I could say the same thing about mm. the Earl project it's quick it's to the point exactly. it gets the message across yeah you're not like wasting it. anyone's time like no fillers but you have no to you fillers. have to in like these days where a lot of the young kids are like listening to Spotify everything has to be fast and quick it, it is a smart way yeah. to, to keep the interest and, and like do it but there's something about like usually like an album had to like do a lot of different things in terms of promotion, getting attention yeah. and stuff. Nowadays, you don't need it anymore because there's so many more ways mm -hmm. and options you have to can direct people to, towards your music or what it's about. Like, so you it, can just do the core. Like No Name does a couple of things that I really enjoy, beat-wise, like things that Kanye can never do. Sorry, but like sure. there are certain things on the No Name record that I know Kanye can never do. Like the, the 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 drums on certain tracks, like the sloppiness, the way it vibes, the way yeah. it flows, like it's such a unique thing that only a few artists can do. Mm -hmm. But if there's one thing you cannot say about Kanye is that he has a shitty uh, sample choice. Oh. This, like, if you if you know you know, like I don't want to be to do like hum in the whole track, but the. And you're like, okay, so he's rapping. Yeah. And then when it just kicks in, kicks in, kicks in. Oh my god, like, I don't care who the fuck you are. If you're at a party and you play that track, the whole room will light up as a motherfucker. And it's not a typical pop song. That shit bangs. Yeah. And there's nothing against No Name, but. If that's your opener, I'm like, the rest of the record must be very shitty. Yeah, but and if you're at a pajama party, hey, you can hang. No, but it, but it never it never uh, caves in. Yeah. The only moment mm. I'm like, is this a filler track? Is the first like minute of something. Yeah, and I'm like, it's a good guitar sample. Like it's the guitar sample, and I'm like, okay. So you go back to then they flip it, and then it's like, oh, exactly. And then you're like, okay, oh, this record it. has. No flaws, like yeah, except for Kanye doing a call back to his coopity boopity and like yeah, Kanye's verse taking you out of the song. Is the, is, is 
the one sort of yeah. blemish on the record, but it does make sense. But it's the worst part of the record. Who did you say that about today? Like, hmm? I think it was on Kitsy Goes or some other record where you said then uh -huh, comes in and it's like he's doing an entire different song. Uh, Kanye. Problem. Yeah, it wasn't but I thought it was someone else. But yeah, that's the problem with Kanye on Pusha T's record as well. Like, okay, yeah. you're yeah, in a whole other time zone. Kanye. Like, Kanye you're in always another... does that. So. <laughs> yeah, um, I cannot so imagine. Like, I, I've always this, liked yeah. Pusha. I don't like what he does, but what he does, he does it in the exact way that I want it to be. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not very much about like gangster rap and shit no, and stuff. It's just not your thing. No, but I like uh, Pusha's yeah, brings Yeah, he's it. so authentic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I'm very much about what No Name is doing. And it's very interesting, but I don't think it's... I don't see it becoming a bigger thing than it is now. I don't necessarily hmm. think that about Pusha T, but he has more I will, I will, history there. This is a very weird argument, but... I would say with Pusha T, in my opinion, like I would love to see him like try to top this album. Yeah. <laughs> but man, I think this is this is it, man. Yeah. I could be totally yeah. wrong, but with no. no Name, it's like I feel like sh she's a younger artist, and you never like she might in the next couple of years pull out something that's yeah. just like yeah. completely yeah. Blows, I, blows I can't blows really blows. imagine what what would happen. Daytona is like the magnum opus of. Of, uh, of Pusha T's career. Yeah. yeah. And no name, we're not sure yet what she's going to do could, in the future. Could go either way. Yeah. No, Pusha T was, for me, was yeah. back in the figure. Yeah. Definitely yeah. in this matchup. Yeah, like, yeah. if you look at replay value, I'm just glad that no name made it this far, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. I kind of expected this grand finals to be honest. So, let's vote. I vote for Pusha T. Pusha. Yeah, Pusha. It's unanimous. Oh, no name has a second place. Oh my god. Yes, we've got our album of the year. And it only took us four and a half hours. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Um, congratulations, Pusha T. Yeah. In he cares. I don't think he does. But um, Hey guys, thank you so much for being here. Um, it was it was so much fun again. That, that but, uh, there yeah, has been a real man. growth. In your show, I, I think. think so too. Yeah, mm. yeah. I really too. enjoy listening to it, yeah. and like, yeah, you guys are gonna do a lot more dope stuff, and like the list yeah, of man. people you're going to interview is gonna get bigger and bigger and bigger because now it. you have names you can name drop. Yeah, like even with Lars Professor, it worked to say like, oh, but they also interviewed Eric Sermon and Raka. Then it's like, oh, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 I know. And uh, in terms of like, uh, uh, you guys did a great job. We we get. Uh, more and more responses to our episodes on social media, on um, private messages. So, um, yeah, keep those coming because we love that. We love hearing from our listeners. And um, with that being said, if you like this episode, follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, Facebook. Um, listen to the pod on iTunes or Stitcher or on the website, rapanalysis.com slash knowledge. And, um, yeah, and a happy, happy new year. year. Happy holidays. And listen to all these records. Oh, yeah, listen yeah, to, listen to everything we talked about. We will put everything. a little list of everything we talked about in the description. Yeah, but man. yeah. So next year, all of us in one room? Yeah, but then we also got to do the best of the decade. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Ooh.
<laughs> no, oh shit! I'm already course. working on my list. I'm already working oh, on. Me. <laughs> <laughs> me too. All right, stay tuned for that. Only a year. <laughs> All right, peace, guys. Peace. All right, peace. <laughs> Ask me if I'm trying to kick Christmas. Knowledge, 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 knowledge.